and welcome to the Point in Progress podcast episode 43, your one-stop shop for news, recommendations, and some spicy takes. Join five friends across three time zones in two countries every week as we discuss all things we love while still thinking critically about them. I'm also realizing we're not just three time zones tonight. We are four time zones tonight. Four. Four time zones. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got we got you east got and then... Oh, yeah. You know, I always forget, Fee, that you have I know. weird time zones. Exactly, exactly, Kyle. Exactly. She's in a weird time zone like that should not exist. minutes ahead of me? It's an weird. hour. I'm One an hour. hour. Okay. She's an hour ahead of you. She's two hours ahead of me. Yes. Four, four ahead, hours four ahead, hours ahead of Hara. Uh, Sly and I. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it gets a little wild. Like, who, who's, oh, are like, you sure it's not three countries? Because Harv's British. Oh, oh yeah. it's true. <laughs> that was a joke. I, I mean, we've already acknowledged it before we started the show. <laughs> but I thought for the longest time, actually forever, until I was on the same screen as Harv, that he was from Britain. <laughs> it's not even just you. So many people think he's from Britain for some reason. Really? Yeah. I I don't I don't understand. I I don't know. I don't I, I don't either. I I do I have like British British memorabilia that I'm like like fucking flaunting out here to people. What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, you live in British Columbia. No, but nobody knows that though. They well, just, I, they, maybe they, they can already sense it. Yeah, that's that's got it's got to be the province. It's got to be that. <laughs> it's got to be that. But yeah, um, as you can see, um, we are missing Mario tonight. Um, as a running joke, he died. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> that was two dead references. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Harv and I are just on the yeah. same wavelength. <laughs> Har, uh, Mario is currently fighting off the uh, the peanut butter and jelly monsters of I don't know I don't we made something up for Fee last time she wasn't on the podcast I'm trying to like improv Fima. Her, yeah. hers was Fima Fima took over Fima, her but I don't Wait, Fima was fighting Fima no no yeah, Fima, no, Fima took over Fima took over her apartment oh. because she was having a uh, a blizzard so oh, that we we, we had this whole blizzard. narrative. Yeah. Yeah. We had FEMA and PETA, and then we, we made mm -hmm. a running joke that we got a sponsorship from FEMA, from FEMA. and PETA was attacking us. It was this whole thing. I was about to was say, like, did I miss the FEE villain turn? When oh, she no, was yeah. there, was a, there was a whole arc. Yeah, it my was, villain arc. There was a whole anime arc. This uh, is her redemption arc, though. She's, yeah. she's, okay. she's fine now. No, she's been redeemed. But yeah. She saved the world a few times. Yeah. She's currently saving Mario, actually. That's, that, that's the redemption arc. How am I here if I'm saving Mario? Um, in the background. Oh, in the background, of course, yes. With my four other monitors, I'm currently doing multiple things, including saving Mario. The, yeah. the arc. Um, but no. AKA Zario. <laughs> Zario. Zario. Um, okay, so, yes, we are currently missing Mario tonight. However, we have, for the first time ever kyle on the podcast um you may know him from 6-1 indie and the ps trophy room two excellent podcasts and groups um happy to say that we've i personally have been on both at one point or another um but yeah it's been um really exciting to have you on here and i'm saying it like we've already done the podcast because obviously hey, i'm doing so <laughs> Whoa! Who's to do a show? Who did it? 
I I am super excited to be here. I yeah. love you all so very much. You're some of my favorite humans on the planet. So yeah, I'm happy to finally be on the show proper instead of some offshoots or like combining and doing a four and a half drunken <laughs> E3. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, Five man. hour E3 post show. I yeah. know at least two people that listen to that entire thing. I'm like, bravo. 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 Thank you. No, thank you to those How two many people. Times did we cry during that episode? A lot. Real I can't. There was a lot of tears. Two and a half hours. Like two or hours. Of back and forth compliments and just crying. I just can't <laughs> wait until part two, which is going to be this year, where we all sit yeah. down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sit down and just cry oh my goodness yeah. if you haven't checked it out already definitely go back and watch the 6-1 indie e3 recap episode we were on there for a good solid three hours plus and there was crying and my favorite is a lot mario, of love. mario went from like a traditional sitting in front of a computer <laughs> and then halfway through went to his bed and he was lying yeah yeah he does that he does that a lot he does that a lot he's just like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave real quick over yeah. it comes back and it's just like i'm just gonna chill in my bed now i have a feeling that's why we have him host the podcast because we know that he's not able to go to his bed in the middle of the podcast if he's the one true. who's <laughs> he would totally in fact if he would be able to show up right now he'd probably be in his bed yeah but he has friends over but he's also dead he apparently um so <laughs> that's the arc um but yeah so we have kyle on how are you doing Zarv, how's it going, Zarv? <laughs> oh, Zarv, I'm doing very, very well. Very well. Um, no, I'm doing well. I'm doing. I'm doing That's good. good. Uh, I am glad it's Friday. I'm glad that uh, we're recording, and uh, it's been hell of a week. But here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Agreed. And Sly, how's it going? It's going. It's the first Friday of Lent, so blessed Lent if you're observing. Uh, I'm here. We're hanging out. I'm happy to be back. I missed last week because I got a migraine, which sucked. But I, I missed your faces, so I'm so excited to be back with all you lovely people. And we're happy. Minus Mario because he's dead. Yeah, we'll 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 bring him back. Like we'll revive him somehow. We'll revive him next. Marty, Marty, I'm already drawing a summoning circle in my dining room with ketchup. Okay, first of all, condiment. If we've learned anything from Full Metal Alchemist, <laughs> summoning circles are not the way to be, and you're gonna lose might, an arm. Last it, next week, I might I might be one armless, and Mario might be in a Full Metal suit. So, um. <laughs> That's not how it works because he's the one who's dead. Oh shit! <laughs> who's gonna be the? Who's gonna? Who's gonna be in the suit? I, I don't know. Your your cat. Your cat's gonna be in a full cat suit, but it's actually just gonna be one of your helmets in the background. It's just gonna be a helmet. Oh, yeah. and it's gonna be like meow, meow. chaos. Um, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear lordy. Okay. And I was gonna ask how you were doing, Frank, but it sounds like oh, you have your hands full. <laughs> oh man, I'm doing I'm doing so good right now, man. It's day one post seeing the Batman. I'm already already starting to feel withdrawals a little bit. You know, I'm getting a little itchy, but uh, other than that, I mean, pretty damn good. Well, that's fantastic. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know how to like move from that um how to process um yeah probably i was just kind of thrown off and then you know what just trying to like mourn the loss of our friend mario um (laughs) she's coming around 
Oh my goodness. Coming around tomorrow. <laughs> Mario being resummoned by a ketchup circle. <laughs> All right. On that point, um, we're going to talk about some housekeeping. Um, speaking of Mario, Model Citizens is back. Um, first episode can be found on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash point in progress. Um, as he talked about last week, it is going to be a monthly podcast that you can find on the channel. Um, it's probably going to be probably around the first Thursday, give or take, or the last Thursday of the month. I know the f- first episode was this Thursday. So I guess the first Thursday of the month, who knows? I'm just setting a time limit that's or expectation from Mario and have no clue. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, also, as you can see, I finally got some new headphones. Um, the saga has ended. Um, that final chapter has closed. Um, for people who have been listening to the podcast since the creation i've been struggling with my headphones and i finally bought some and finally am using them and it is kind of weird um but still really excited about it um yeah barodynamics 880 edition is what they're called i believe yeah Um, i think that's right I think that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's the pros, and then online it says premium, but then on the actual box that I purchased it, it just says edition, which like. Just be real. Technology yeah. naming is awful. Oh, Agreed. God, it's terrible, yeah. especially with headphones. Oh, it's the worst. There's like 40 different headphones of the same name, so easy to buy. Like a different ohm, a different name. It's it's insane. And like most of the time, the pro version are worse than mm-hmm. the regular version. Oh yeah. Which one should I get? Just tell me which one should I buy? Yeah, which oh, are... yeah. I think if you went through like nine YouTube videos of just trying to figure out what the difference was between this and this, and then, yeah, it, it it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, apparently the pros for this one are not as good as these ones, which is weird. Yeah, I think the pros just have like better padding or something like that. Sometimes the pro moniker is just like it just has better materials. That's it. No, no better sound or something. Like that. Yeah, it's, it's like the material that's up here and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like suede or something like that. But so, I mean, if I you have know. hair for the most part, you're not really ever going to feel that anyway. To be honest with you. Yeah, super soft either way. Um, and Frank has an announcement for next week, so definitely make sure to continue to follow us over on Twitter at twitter.com slash point in progress where you can see Steve. all updates. What? The announcement for the announcement. <laughs> yeah, it's the announcement for the announcement. Mainly because this is, this is this is literally an impromptu thing that we that me and Mario had created uh, literally after we saw the Batman and we wanted to talk about it, but we needed a way to better talk about stuff like this. So keep an eye out tomorrow is when we're going to iron out all the details uh, as to when this is what exact time this is going to happen. Yeah. But more than likely next Saturday, we will definitely be doing something pretty damn cool. Yeah. I am very excited for that. Um, so definitely make sure to keep out, keep an eye out over on our Twitter um, and to get to the next point, what we've been playing. I'm going to start off with Sly. Sly, what have you been playing slash watching slash reading this week? Oh, boy. Um, so I, I'm going to start off with the video game I've been playing because I've been playing it for the past couple weeks and just haven't gotten to talk about it yet. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Letters, a written adventure came out. Ooh, okay. Um, and very good. Uh, it's, I, it's like, um, the story is told through 
letters written back and forth between two pen pals. And it's like a light platformer slash puzzle game, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's also like a word game. It's really fun. The story is really cute. It's like very, you know, it touches on some very real issues, has a very like wholesome epilogue that's very nice. And it's just really cozy. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't checked that's out. That's what I've heard from it. Letters. It's I'm, very that's, not, that's not the same game where you write letters. Is it the same one? I think it's where the one were... that Doc Brooke played a while ago. Is that the same one? I think it is. I don't think so. I thought it was just like a, a thing you can write letters in and I don't, I don't, so I don't remember there being a platformer. Okay, so it's not the same game then. Because, like, yeah, she was writing letters and stuff like that. So, it's, okay, it's a different game. Okay. Yeah. You're reading the letters and then in the messages there's different words that you have to find and you have to send them to different like drawings maybe it um, is the same thing no it is the same one the, okay, so the yeah. same one yep. it's the same one then no it's very good i had a blast My, mike uh over at 61 indie he sat down with the devs and talked about it and he had a great time it and every he was like this is a kyle ass game <laughs> so like i'm very yeah. excited to play it, it was a sly ass game yeah it, yeah i had so much fun with it um, and then the other thing I've been doing, I've mark your tally for Sly Mansion mentions fan fiction on the podcast. Um, so I, I, I found a, a fanfic that was uh, 911 slash step up, and then I started reading. And basically, the premise is that Ryan Guzman's character in Step Up and in 911 we're just the same person um and so I've been reading that and it was super fun and then I was like I should watch Step Up so I went through and watched all the Step Up movies and man I'm like 15 years late but Step Up very good <laughs> the Step Up movies are actually pretty decent honestly they're yeah. pretty decent movies I, I remember those so being pretty damn good fun. the first one was like very very good very like serious fun story whatever um i watched them kind of in a weird order like i do with everything so i watched one and then i watched revolution because that's the first one with ryan guzman and then i watched two three and then the final one that has like everybody in it today i learned there's Uh. that many step up movies (laughs) yeah i thought there was only a sequel there's a a step up cinematic universe going on here i know there's obviously the original but then i always remember step up 3d yeah yes oh yeah did you say 3d yes 3d oh my god i need to see the step you know you you know what era they're from then now right yeah yeah well so there's there's the like five movies and then there's also a like foreign remake and then i think there's a tv show but i haven't watched the TV show or the foreign remake. I've just watched like five like movies. Um, but yeah, they're very good. The last one was a blast. I like just today watched um, all it. And yeah, I, I don't know how I missed out on these movies. It's the real thing. Because they came out when I was dancing competitively. And I was very much like classically trained right and then in college i was on my dance team which was very like hip-hop 
more styled. And so, like, the arc of all of these movies is basically one person who's, like, a street dancer and one who's classically trained, and then their world's colliding, right? So, like, I don't know how I missed on these movies. Yeah, I'm shocked that you didn't see these at that time, especially since they're all about that. They're about, like, oh, I'm a traditional dancer, and then the guy's just, like, I dance on the streets, and then they, like, come together, and they dance in the rain, and that's the end. I I am the streets. (laughs) Always a rain dancer. Yeah, there's always always a rain dance. Is it is it a that rooftop dance or a rain dance? Oh yeah, and sometimes rooftop. there's rain on a rooftop. No. Do you ever do they ever dance in a Walmart? They dance in a mall. Okay, uh, close enough. The mall, the mall, is, the mall is more of an iconic thing than Walmart. The mall. When you dance in the mall, you you fucking made it. You know, you made it. You made it. This I've is it. So many performances at malls. It's the, ridiculous. It, it, I think it's from the uh, the award winning or award whatever crazy music video from Ariana Grande, which was what was a song called "Thank You Next." Was yes. That, what, did that have step up? That has step up, right? No. For dancing in it, probably. I don't know if that means it's step that up. From Mean Girls, though. Yeah, they had Mean no, Girls. Mean Girls. Um, 30, was, uh, 30, 13 going 13 on 30. Going on 30. And then there's, I think, Step Up was one of them. When she know. was dancing inside the track, the track. I want to say it was 13 go. It was I, I, Bring I It On. Say, bring It On. That's what it was. Never Wrong. mind. No, it was bring It On. Wrong. Also, bring another cool. Very good musical. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen the movie, but the mu- musical's great. Wait, what? Whoa! Isn't it the, the cheerleader? Whoa! One? You haven't yeah, wait. Yes, whoa! Yeah. You haven't seen Bring It On? I have not. Sly. Very good. Sly. Bring It On? No. Oh what? I've seen need... a stage production of it. <laughs> Bring right. It On is better than Step It Up. I, 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 oh, one hundred percent. I agree with Harv one hundred percent on this too as well. Yeah. It's Bring cold it in here. Let's be some tourist uh, atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, I don't. The, the, the thing is, I don't know how to gauge that question because there's Evil Dead, the 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 Broadway musical, and then there's Evil Dead, and they're very two different things. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how how to gauge Ooh. that. Um. No. Anyway, so I played letters and watched the That's okay. been my past couple weeks. All right. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna save a specific topic for the end, so we're skipping her for a little bit because I feel oh. like that's gonna be a He knows. Zarv, you have been skipped. You've been oh, no. skippy skipped. Um Frank. What have you been up Hello. to this week? I haven't really been up, been much up to anything other than obviously going to go see Batman, but we're not going to talk about that today. Instead, we're going to talk about the game I've been playing this week, which is Dying Light 2. Man, I'm addicted to this game. Uh, I it, Dying Light's always been a weird one where every time I jump into a Dying Light game, whether it be the first one or like even its DLCs, it takes a good little about an hour, maybe up to like five hours for me to actually get into it. Like... It, nine times out of ten i'll like sit there and be like eh, this is okay the parkour is cool but then once you start like getting the flow of like the parkour uh fighting the zombies you know uh finding supplies and stuff like that it's a really fun game to just run around and traverse and just do random shit on the map i haven't really gotten too far into the story yet um 
apparently this game has a 500 hour story i i want to believe that but at the same time i feel like the five that is way way overblown to due to the fact that you have to obviously run around the map and this map is huge like it is big but um i don't know we'll see uh i've been having a lot of fun with it though so far uh just traversing the map uh i got my paraglider so i get able to like you know like like glide around the map now i'm in like the big city of the of the of the game um I, uh, I also do this thing with any kind of open world game. I'm, I'm probably not the only one here who, who, who does this, but uh, when it comes to open world games, I like to do every single side thing on the map before I even touch the main story. And only when that map is cleared is when I will actually touch the main story or unless they obviously block you out with like, you need this item to reach this area. So obviously you can't you know look at the secret or something like that but other than that i i i cleared that first area dying like two before i could do that and it was like almost 30 hours later so now i'm actually finally starting to touch the story but now there's two areas in the game so now i'm in like the big city of the area so i'm just just exploring that right now but i'm having a lot of fun i'm surprised uh i'm surprised i'm having a lot more fun than i thought i would with this game mm-hmm. um it does have a lot of glitches uh, anybody who's looking to buy Dying Light 2, I will tell you 100%, there are a lot of game-breaking glitches in this game. Um, I encountered one very early, and if I ever do a video on this, it's going to be in the video where you have to fight bosses to get like power-ups in the game so that you can stay out at night longer. Mm-hmm. And one of, them, you, one of them is locked behind a small little mini boss battle. And the problem I had was I would spend... I spent like three hours on this boss because every time I would fight him, he would jump towards me and then fall through the map. (laughs) You have to then leave the whole area, go back to a bed, sleep, restart the night and then fight him again. He would start back at 100 percent, obviously. And then the other issue being that sometimes he would just jump outside the bounds of the area. And if he's out of bounds in the area, he doesn't take any damage. So. Yeah. There's two ways that that boss can break, and it was it was the most annoying thing ever. Maybe that and getting stuck on stuff. Hours. It's yeah. five hundred hours, yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be fighting a boss because it glitches for a long time. You would think um, like you would think if they like fell through the map, they would just like because like I know a lot of uh, well, I know that from what from software games, what they do is they, they fall through the map, or if they fall like through a place where they're not supposed to, they just die. Yeah, no, this one just straight up like falls through the map and then shoots you through the map from under the map. Oh, okay. Well, that's I'm fun. just like what a what a dick move but i haven't encountered anything other than that like crazy uh i did have to do like a really hard like story mission yesterday and like i did a parkour move and i got stuck in the wall and they just beat me up until i died i'm <laughs> just like oh this is cool i have to restart this all over again uh but other than that other than a few glitches here and there i mean it's i'm having a lot of fun with it but other than that i haven't really done much much this week it's been uh it's been pretty sparse valid um no i've been tempted because Lucas recently bought a new monitor and it came with Dying Light 2 for some reason. Um, and he's just like, do, do you want Dying Light 2? And he's, I'm like, hmm. I will tell you this, V. I know that you, you have an aversion to FPSs because of like motion sickness. This is going to be even worse for this you. This game will 100% screw you up. Hence yeah. why I'm not playing it. Every now and again. Hence why I'm not playing yeah. it yeah i was gonna say it's a first person like parkour thing this is gonna destroy yourself yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes the part at first like i don't know why like the parkour at least with the fov that's default on the game it does not look great um 
because just the way the camera's constantly jerking like all around the area mm. but like once you like move out the fov a little bit it gets a little bit better but i i honestly i don't i don't think a lot of people can get through this game because if you have motion sickness because i i never get motion sickness and i got a huge headache at like okay. when i first started playing this i mean like i played what is it extraction recently and it wasn't bad at all like i wasn't having too many issues um but i don't think i'm going to be playing dying light anytime soon um yeah but yeah game fucked me up which one? Portal. I oh, one hundred percent. Portal. Portal will mess you up. Yeah. That one will just I, send it was you. So fun, but I was like getting sick every like five minutes. That's not good. I want to play like that's why I usually like even my hmm, I did play Doom, even though I was not feeling well the entire time because I just was like this is really exciting until I was in hell and then I got turned upside down and then we both fell because i was up against one of those fat demons and i like ran towards him and we both flipped upside down so we were the only creatures or like beings on this side of the playing field and then we both fell to our death that flip turned upside down and then i'm like son of a bitch bethesda and then i turned (laughs) off the game um (laughs) because fair enough bethesda um kyle what have you been playing this week? Um, so, like Frank, I haven't played much this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I have is uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which I am just adoring mm-hmm. every single second. The first Horizon game means a whole lot to me. It was the first game that uh, my nieces would actively watch me play. Nice. And then would constantly ask me about Aloy and wanting to watch me play with Aloy on the screen. That's super cool. It was the first time that they were, like, taking interest into video games. And, like, Mm -hmm. my heart grew three sizes more than it already is. It was like, (laughs) oh, they love the things I love. This is amazing. Um, So the second one has been a blast watching them just see just how much better it looks from the first game. Mm -hmm. And the first game already looked gorgeous. Um, It took me 15 hours to finally get to the Forbidden West because there's so much to do in that first section. I've just popping around, uncovering all the question marks and whatnot, and just enjoying the hell out of it. Um, I'm excited to keep going with it. And uh, the only opposition to me playing throughout the week is I'm struggling hard with finding the time after working all day and yeah. not falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. And like when I want to play a game, I want you know like full attention span. Yeah, I want to give that game, especially that game because it's got a good, it's got a, it's got a story, right? That you that Absolutely. you really kind of care yeah. for, yeah. I, you I, I don't immersed. Want to, I don't want to play like half asleep and then the next time I pick it up, like this weekend, be like, what were the last three hours? I don't remember yeah. who this character is and whatnot. So it's a bit of a bummer, and and that also ties into the other game, Elden Ring, which I'm sure we'll get into later. So I'll hold off with that if you want, Fee. You're more than welcome. I, I yeah, when the second I'm you want about it because you know what you talk about it all you want, and then I'm just gonna skip Harv because. Well, <laughs> all right, cool. So, I, there's a, uh, I'm, I'm gonna hold off on this joke actually, but it, it's, it's definitely a joke that we, it's gonna be brought up in the, in the next article. I uh, I'm not a typical from software player. Bloodborne was the first one that I. Uh, made a mission to play, and that was just so I could platinum it in secret for Joe, my co-host on the trophy room. 
um, to surprise him because Bloodborne is his favorite it's, game of all time. I was going to say it's his favorite game, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he was constantly like, Kyle, you should play Bloodborne. Play Bloodborne. I don't <laughs> no, absolutely not. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to bash my skull in while playing this game because it's too hard for me. Uh, so did that and actually fell in love with it. So I was very excited for Elden Ring. It seemed like it was going to do all the things that I want quality of life-wise, like I, a map so I can see where I'm going and markers to place so I don't forget things. And playing it, it is... It's there just to be there, I think. It's still very much a figure shit out and, oh and yeah, one hundred percent. The gold, the golden path is still just kind of vague enough, and it's it's more clear this time around than it is. Yes. Yeah, because it kind of tells you on the map where to go because Absolutely. of like the yeah, yeah. But but again, a... it is vague still. It's vague as shit. Yeah. It's, when you run into an NPC, you're like, oh, I want to do this and this. And like, where the fuck are you going next, though? Like, I don't know yeah. where you're gonna. I don't know where I'm gonna see you next. Yeah. So I I think I'm maybe ten hours into the game, and I just realized. Like, there, there's those uh, spirit things that you can summon to help. And I was like, why won't it let me do this? Why can't I summon? I have, like, three of them that I've collected. Why can't I use them? I just found out that I missed a conversation with an NPC at nighttime to grant me access to use the thing. Yeah. And which the, the boulder going downhill of all the problems I have with From Software games are just starting up. Like, just tell me that. Yeah. Or make that part of the main golden path. Like you have to talk. To I I will I will say for for that person, uh, 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 Ronnie, who is the NPC that that gives you yeah. this, gives you the thing. I do wish that she popped up on any of the churches or any of sure. the um, yeah. uh, graces instead of the the third church of, uh, uh, of Marika. Because if if she only pops up there. You and can't at get night, her right? at, at night. Yes, you can't. You can't get yeah. her anywhere else, and that is, I feel like, a, kind of like a misstep in my opinion. Because like, if you're gonna give people, because summons are a big like they're they're a mechanic yeah. of the game. If you're gonna give people mm -hmm. summons, at least like when it's like I don't mind the nighttime thing, but just have her in any of the grace periods, like any of the graces, sure. would would have yeah, been yeah. I think really really good. Yeah, I just I, I I understand why people love Elden Ring, and I'm sure I will once I restart a whole new character because. People have played it, so now I know where to go and the things to go pick up, mm. and I will follow guides to make it a little bit easier for me. Um, I just hate the vagueness of From Software stuff. Like I, I'm at a certain point in my life where just tell me where to go, yeah, tell me what to do, and I'll go do it. It's it's also spoiler alert, why I didn't like Breath of the Wild, and I only played like a half an hour because I don't enjoy the games that are just plot me in a giant world, and they're like, hey, go discover yeah no, tell me where to go i'm at that point like i just tell me where to go tell me what to do give me some direction here you know yeah yeah i am i'm about uh i think i'm about 44 hours into it 45 hours Wait, yeah and um i've only finished the first dungeon of the game so i've only done the first area okay. uh of the game so like i i'm taking my time i'm slowly progressing through it um yes the vagueness is there I talked like I was looking at the uh, to get the the um, the the sword that's in every other From Software game, the Moonlight Sword. It's it's like a thirty minute like it's like a thirty minute video for the quest. It, it is a long fucking quest. Like this this quest takes hours to do, 
And I was just like, yeah, this sounds about right. This is pretty much what a From Software game is, like when, when you're looking at uh, looking at it. And uh, I am loving it because I am a From Software person. Like, I love these games so much that I love the obtuse nature of them. I love the, that they don't give you any direction because the one of the things that I will say about this game is, like, when, when it comes to, like, Bloodborne, when it comes to Dark Souls 3 and stuff like that, for the most part, you kind of know where you need to go because it kind of pigeonholes you to a certain direction. Be like, you kind of have to go this way because there's not really any other way you can go. Yeah. You, right? You've exhausted every direction and there's only yeah. this other one to go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And once you hit a boss and you keep, you keep dying to the boss, you can't really go anywhere else. You're kind of stuck at that boss. And then I think that's where a lot of people drop off with this one. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I, I can't beat this boss. Like market took me like, three hours to beat but like for the first for the first hour i was bashing my head against uh, against the boss and i was like you know what i'm gonna go do other shit i'm gonna go do uh some side stuff i'm gonna go fight some other bosses you know get some levels and stuff like that go explore the world what it has and then come back sure shit 45 minutes later i beat the boss right like it's it's one of those things where at least it like it gives you the possibility of going to do something else yeah i think that's but what i really like about my it. heart sank carve when I found a treasure chest and I opened it up and it transported me to a way higher level than I'm supposed to be. And I thought it would work just like old, like old from like Bloodborne or whatever, where there was no way I was going to be able to get out of there. And I was, this is now the world I live in. And I have to play through this higher leveled area until I remember that I could just transport. Just to another back. Race. And yeah. I was like, Thank God, because this looks like a Bloodborne level with very big creatures. Okay. I can't be here right now. <laughs> I have never hit this chest before. I don't know where this chest is. I don't know where people are talking about where this chest is. And so, like, that that actually is a cool thing I love about Elden Ring. It's because you are there these things that you won't find. Uh, yeah. Or, or, like, or you will eventually. But is so that kind of hidden, obtuse nature, I kind of dig. If it's, like, the side quest things, but... When it comes to like the main path, give me yeah. direction. Yeah. yeah, area's cool looking though, Harv. Whenever you find it, I, I I don't I don't know where where it actually teleports you. I don't know if it's the Caitlin area where like it's fiery kind of shit, or is it like more north? Because I have seen I've seen like an ice biome as well already as well. So I don't know where that is. It had like, like very like purplish, pinkish skies, oh. and, and like like poison kind of things happening. What what one place? I have you been to the 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 the, the river yet? Where you go into a mausoleum and you go down a very very long elevator? I have not. No. So once you find that, it's it, it it's in the mistwood. Once you find that, then come back to me and ask me like if you really like like what what is this game to you after okay. that? Because okay. that that one area I think has really turned people uh from the from like not like being on the fence about this game to like. Okay, yeah, this is something special because oh, okay. that area is just I I From Software did not have to go this hard on this game. But yet when you go down these places, these elevators to like these areas, you're like, how? Why why would you guys go this hard for an underground area? And this underground area is like like it's like two to three hours long itself. Wow. It's not even part of the main map. It's oh, underground. <laughs> it's like the it's like the ladder scene from Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. You're not just you're not just climbing a ladder though. <laughs> um, God, this, man, this game this game is they did something very 
they did something that I didn't think they could pull off, and that people are actually uh, like actually kind of like playing this game now that I never thought people would play. And seeing all those clips and seeing people on Twitter and talking about like every time I log on Twitter, there's a different boss trending on Twitter for from from Elden Ring, and you could kind of see as like a timeline where people are as they're progressing through the game, and it's kind of cool to see that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But I do have a question. When are we getting an open world Metal Wolf Chaos? That's what I want to know. That's the game yeah. I'm waiting for. What's up? Every- What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say is that a Metal Gear game? No, I, I isn't that a isn't that the the mech mech from software game in on the Xbox? That's front mission. Oh no, you are totally right. I that is one hundred percent Metal Wolf Chaos is a game. Oh, is it? 2004 oh. yeah from um from software i remembered yeah is that, the, is that the one where like the president of the united states is involved yeah <laughs> i i vaguely remember this game yeah. like i i have it i have it on i have it on xbox i just don't i haven't played it in a very long time no one oh, second yeah. i'll yeah. show it on the, the screen sorry the cover art has the american flag behind a mech what in the Oh yes, that's right. Because like the first few missions are just like literally in the White House. While I like completely mess this up, um, you know what? From Software is coming out with another front, or they're coming out with what remasters of the old Front Mission games. I'm pretty excited about that. I don't think I've ever seen the Front Mission game, but that's that sounds exciting. I like Max. You know, I like Max Harf. Yeah, and the cool thing about it, it's all it's all uh, strategy based, so it's kind of like. like a tactics kind of is a tactics kind of game and then you get to with with the same possibility of like trying to take out like certain pieces of the max that you're fighting so they can't like do like long range so they're like if you try to if you take the long range out they can only do like short range attacks and stuff like that and you kind of slowly yeah this is metal wolf that. chaos yeah, that looks that looks pretty metal to me it does also live up to the name. It is very chaotic. <laughs> it looks chaotic yeah. as hell, yeah. Like, I love that image. Uh, uh, go back up a little bit, Faith. Yeah. The the guy with, like, the dress shirt on and the tie. Oh, yeah. Just, like, in front of, like, a <laughs> Why not? Why not? Oh, my God. That might be. Oh, yeah. The greatest playable president of all time. Oh, there you go. Wow. What is this, this game? game? This game is is about as ridiculous. If I remember correctly, it's as ridiculous as Earth Defense Force. Oh That's, my god! Yeah, that sounds about right. Speaking of presidents, I've been thinking about rewatching West Wing. I don't know where Fee is at this point because we haven't watched it in a while. I'm kind of sad I, about it, honestly. Okay, well, first uh, of all, we'll but, get back to it. But yeah, I we've been watching the West Wing again. Oh my god, like, what a great it's show! I don't know when y'all are watching that. I'll hop in there. No, I've been, I've been itching to watch it again. It's it's been great. Um, yeah, we haven't watched it this week. Um, no, I've only been playing. I I decided to try some of the Stadia games that came out this month, and so one of them was Adam Wolf, which is a supernatural detective who was trying to find out what happened to his sister who disappeared two years ago and in the process finding out that maybe she is alive maybe there's a cult that's specifically um trying to find a balance of sacrificing other people to then gain um immortality 
crazy wow. stuff happens. This this, this, sounds, this like, game I, is very really interesting. Cool. So I, I sat in Discord while she was playing this game. And uh, I, I I wanted to start asking her about que- like asking her questions about like are, is that where point and click adventures are now? Is this where we're at and stuff like that? Well, it's like okay, the it's... writing in this game not great. <laughs> yeah. So, so can can I just say something really fast? Yeah, sure. The main character Adam Wolf uh, is that the guy with the with the with the blazer, the goatee, and the nose. The, I know that's not a nose ring. That's a thing. It's just weird. You mean Chris Angel? Yeah, I was, yeah exactly. I was about to say, exactly. This man, this man, dead ass, looks like he sells nickel bags behind a Taco Bell. <laughs> no, do you know what he looks like? He looks like he's about to, to sing a like, a, like dirty little secret from American Rejects because it looks like this. <laughs> He just looks oh, like the Adam singer from Wolf. it. What are you doing, buddy? Like in this in this other picture, I'm guessing because there's a mobile version who just looks very cursed, and then there's yeah. like a cool gun version that it's on Steam. But the the mobile version. Yeah. So the game itself is made by um, Madhead Games, which is apparently a studio in Serbia. Which is probably where the like slight miscommunication when it comes to the dialogue comes into play because there's some really weird conversations. For example, you deal with an assassin, which shocker, um, she instantly gives up, instantly, and then you're just like, take this phone and call them and tell them that this is happening, and she's like, I'm calling to tell you that this is happening right now, and I'm like. I can't. I just, I can't. And there's, there's some jump scares. A lot of the dialogue is also met with a gun pointed at you or you're pointing a gun at them. And it's a lot of craziness. Um, it is considered like an, an escape room, like point and click adventure. So you have to like, it's one of those things that you might see on the game store that has like, find it like 10, 15 objects and here's some puzzles. And it's very like, it's a linear escape room point and click adventure whereas a lot of like main point and clicks have like different areas that you can go to and it's a lot more investigating um but no it's absolutely bonkers shout out to that game yeah that's a deep cut freddy og point in progress people yeah there's like monkey island oh monkey island oh yeah i love monkey island in the alps it's Um, the the alps fee got a billion ads for when we were playing among us it's true. Oh, true. I got a oh, lot really of ads. <laughs> when we were playing Among Us before we like like when we were just starting to like make this happen, we got a shit ton of ads for that game and I downloaded it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Sorry, okay. that was a total tangent. I'm yeah. just saying Adam Wolf likes pointing guns at people. Adam Wolf spends a lot of time pointing guns at people and he tries to bend a bullet does not work in his favor. Um like an avatar when he's a bullet bender? No. <laughs> like in wanted. <laughs> oh, God. Like in wanted. That's exactly what it was like. He's just I'm I'm not gonna spoil it for the people who want to Yeah. I think I'm not you're gonna... okay to spoil it in this game. I think you're okay. <laughs> okay, I'm, so I'm there's a point where he has to shoot avatar. and he like pulls out his gun and he like turns it and goes like this like instantly like like and so then it shoots and then it ends up getting like directed back at him because of supernatural abilities um and then he dies question mark 
Um, does he shoot himself? Like, does he curve the blimp back out? <laughs> all the way around the globe. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some things that happen. Um, but no, it's crazy chaos. Um, I would I would recommend it if you like those types of games. It is currently free with Stadia Pro. I'm definitely not trying to hype up Stadia right now because I have feelings about Stadia right now. But it's I would recommend it. Um, I still can't get over the fact that the assassin well he like he goes up to her and then like puts her like tackles her to the ground and then she's just like he's just like take this like <laughs> take this phone and so he like lets go of her arm so instead of trying to attack him she just takes the phone and goes on this phone call as he currently like doesn't have a gun in his hand and is holding down one of her wrists she could have smacked him she could have pulled out a like a knife or something Thing, but no she's like let me just call the people and say i'm here and every like everyone is dead like the power of adam wolf <laughs> yeah adam wolf is, is just too powerful I, i'm looking at a i i'm guessing a promotional image because it's weird because this promotional image has like health bars on it i can't tell if this is an actual in-game screenshot or not but it's like a guy just holding up like a wrist blade and adam wolf just like no don't do that but, oh yeah there <laughs> is a point like that back. yeah because this is like oh by the way that's from episode two where a guy has a blade coming out of his wrist which by the yeah. way terrifying jump scare because you're driving down the street and this guy comes out looking like freaking edward cullen just grabbing the front yes, of the yes. and he's just like you're like thinking you're gonna die this guy's like taking this wrist blade and smashing the window with it and you're like what am i supposed to do so you have to like go right and then you go left and then back and forth and back and forth and you're just like what the hell is happening here like what is going on um but no that is definitely part of the game and you do have to fight off that guy with a blade arm yeah, I think the penguin's also in this as well. Um, There's a character who looks just like the penguin. Kind of, yes, yes. Yeah, no, this this looks this looks pretty cool. How I mean, like, how is what's the, what's the gameplay like? Like, do you there's a lot of QTEs? I'm guessing. Well, it's it's a lot of like just like clicking around, being able to take it's objects puzzles. and it's puzzles. It's puzzles mm. Yeah, um, and you get objects, and then you can take those objects to solve other puzzles and stuff like that, or be able to progress through the storyline. Um, it is all over the place, um, and you're left with a cliffhanger, and I don't know what's going to happen with him because there's no explanation. Who knows? He's just gonna he's just gonna start floating in the air and start, and then the mind freak intro yeah. starts playing. Also, you can uh, definitely yeah. tell that mind freak, mind freak. Also, I will admit sometimes you can tell when someone's like recording in like a closet or if you can tell that they're recording in like a living room because like some people are like over here and they're like you can't do this to me and then you're just like what are you doing oh, like what why 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 are you like I this that, i love when that happens because they always catch it too yeah i have just like and especially this with these headphones now closet right now with these headphones i absolutely oh, yeah. i can catch that stuff and i'm just like son of a gun oh no um update from last week i now have two episodes left of um sex in the city um really sad that i'm now at the end which by the way um as someone who's only gone to new york for like once i like can catch areas that i've been to before specifically bryant park i can tell every single time they're at bryant park i'm like oh my god they're sitting in bryant park and stuff like that and i'm just like hell yeah and shadow destroyed you in mario party if you say that you destroy me in mario party I know, I'm... You, you have this cloud over me always be like 
I will tell everyone that Bailey did not ask you to get a photo with her. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone doesn't know, we were sitting in Bryant Park for, what was it, Comic-Con weekend, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we were playing Mario Party, and then I, I was wearing a Iconics WWE shirt, and I hear, oh, excuse me, can I get a photo of you? And I look up, and there's WWE superstar Bailey looking at me and asking me that question. And Fee likes to say that if I ever make her mad or do her wrong, she's going to flip it and say that I'm lying and that she never asked me for the picture and that I'm the one that asked for the picture. It's true. It's true. And I did win Mario Party that time. I did not win the second time we played because I remember we were at a bar and I was drinking and I proceeded to just leave midway through the game. Or we finished. I don't remember that game. Sounds well, right? I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened. That's like that's what I'm afraid of. Like if we ever go, like if I ever go out with like feed and like you know, to go drinking and stuff like that, we have a conversation. She just like <laughs> just leaves and never comes back. Be like, all right, yeah, okay. That ten- <laughs> that happens a lot on Discord. So I, I yeah, so I feel like like you know, no. bring the two together. I won't and then, do that you know. in person. I don't <laughs> leave. I'll just like maybe like leave said conversation, but I won't leave said building because I'm smarter yeah. than that. Well, at least I'll, at least let me know that you're gonna leave because of conversations. Just let me know that. Just DMs you. <laughs> I think if, if he was ever in your neck of the woods, Harv, and you were hanging out in person, like at your place, I don't. I think she'd come back. But I imagine if we were all in Nova Scotia, and yeah, you should be like, I'm fucking out. I'm peacing like, oh, out, guys. Peacing out. I'm good. Be like, all right, I'm just in the middle of fucking Halifax now. Just fucking <laughs> out on pizza corner. Oh, yeah, hanging out on pizza corner apparently. Yeah, and just take all of you to pizza corner and then leave yeah. you. You'll be fine. It's really no. straightforward. Don't worry, just check Costco. You'll you'll find her. Yeah, yeah you'll find her. I would just be like, y'all just need to take the eight, and I'll see you later. And then you'll be like, what's the eight? And I'll be like, good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good that's luck funny fun. because that's because like one of our main uh, bus systems here in Chicago, our ours is the eight as well. The eight's the one that goes all the way from like Sackville, which, by the way, for people who are listening who know this, it's all the way in yeah. Sack from Sackville. Yeah, it's a place. It's called Sackville. Um, you um, like it's I from Sackville all the way downtown. All the comments Mario would be making right now. I know, I know. <laughs> it goes all the way down, like past like area, like it goes all the way down like essentially through most of the hrm which is the halifax regional municipality whatever but yeah that's like the bus like if you're lost just jump on the eight and you'll be taken to a place where you know where you're supposed to be not that is not how vancouver works and if you ever came to vancouver (laughs) you'd be like where the fuck am i and how do i get home (laughs) i guess this is my home now well you really uh... visit vancouver a lot to know it being from uh, London. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my exactly. goodness. <laughs> but no. Forget that there's two Vancouver's. I'm like, Vancouver's not that big. Oh no. Yeah, the Vancouver the Vancouver in um Vancouver, in Washington. Washington, Washington. Yeah. 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 Not that big. Yeah. It's just there. I mean, Vancouver City itself isn't that big either. Like Vancouver City itself is like it's 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 an it's not an island, but like it's on the water, right? So it can't it. it in theory, it can't even be that big, but there's a lot of streets and a lot of one ways, and it gets very annoying. I don't know. Very I thought the annoying. same way when I was like looking at a map of like Manhattan because I was just like, I don't understand big cities, <laughs> and I was just like, I remember looking at the maps and be like, oh, this seems pretty small, and then I get there and I'm like, this was a mistake. <laughs> this was a mistake. I'm, I'm in danger. Arguably. <laughs> 
Manhattan is probably the most easiest to to read on a map and navigate, just because all the roads go north, yeah. and south, east, west. Like if I if I remember the first time I drove in Washington D.C. Oh my God, like, D.C. is the worst place if you get lost in Dupont Circle. <laughs> yeah, which is a giant traffic circle. That's yeah. three lanes wide, and I was on the inside, and nobody would let me come out. I went around that thing like eight times. Yeah, you can't get out. If you if you want to leave the, the the circle, you gotta yeah. wait until everybody yeah. else. Oh my leaves. god, there's like they have those circles in Nova Scotia, <laughs> and you can see like specifically in the winter when people are just fucking tired of it, because then you'll see like the actual like roundabout, and then like right in the middle, their tire tracks because someone fucking in their truck got fucking dumb. <laughs> they were dumb. And they just drove right over that fucking oh, no. hill, and they're like, oh, no. "Fucking!" I have a couple in my town, and that would also happen. But then they were like, "You know what? We're gonna eliminate this and just plant giant trees in the middle." Oh so you come can't on! Go straight through. Oh you my god! When one day the tree is just gone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> way too. It's just like it's either north, like north yeah. south or east west. Really, that's what yeah. you're looking at. But the problem is, like here in 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 Surrey, where I live, it if you're in a main street, it's an avenue that either increases or decreases. So it's like they're all numbered. And then all the crossing streets are all uh, like streets that are numbered. So you're going from east to west. It's either increasing or decreasing, right? Yeah. So it's easy. It's easy to figure out. Once you're downtown, Vancouver is just like fucking. You don't know where the fuck you're going, but like, but the streets are intersected, so you kind of know like uh, what uh, what street you're on. Valid. Well, downtown Seattle is a perfect grid, and I love it for that. Yeah. Halifax yeah. is just on a hill, so you have to, like, it's the worst, especially during winter or if you've been drinking, trying to go from, like, the bottom to the top. It's, no. Is, is Sackville on the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Sackville on the top or bottom? Kind of my favorite. So, <laughs> Sackville is completely outside of downtown Halifax. Oh. It is, like... It, there, I have thoughts about Sackville, and it's not very positive. <laughs> um, but yeah, on that note, on that, note um, that was the checkpoint. And now we're going to go into the patch notes. I'm going to pass this over to Frank, where he's going to uh, take over. Oh, yeah. We should, like, pass baton. Okay, I'll pass yeah, my microphone. Throw a baton really quick, and then like I'll I'll get it one day. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna get it before everybody else. True. Uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wait. We can wait for Harv to come back before we start it. Oh well, Mario, fix this in post. Yeah, you're listening. Yeah, you he need to fix now. water in that case. Yeah, you need to fix a few things in post. Um, that'd yeah. be great. Should we have been doing timestamps? Sure. It's too late now. Too late. We'll, make it, we'll just make it difficult. It's, it's fine. too late. Um, do you apologize? Do you apologize? Shout out to Timbaland. Wonder what he's I mean, doing right now. You said I it's too late. Timbaland to doing Timbaland? Right now. Yeah. That's a good Sometimes question. I wonder. You know what I mean? Like, what is Jaw Rule doing right now? The very Jaw first... Rule. Jaw Rule is. It, you know what? Jaw Rule. It, it doesn't matter what Jaw Rule is doing. Right yeah. Now. No. We don't. We don't care about what he's doing. 
He's trying to find another fire fest to invest in. Oh my yeah. god. Do you think 50 Cent is just like f- scheming up a way to fuck with Ja Rule right now? Have you seen the behind the scenes video? That man that man did did the pull up like a champ though. Which by I, the like, way like watching it in the background, he did he did it pretty damn well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some group of people who just did not understand why he was like doing that. <laughs> and I'm like, have you not seen the original music? Because obviously you can tell, you can age someone by if they know why he was doing that crunch that way. Like, yeah. why like they were on the bar. Yeah, or why he was there. Yeah, or yeah, why he was exactly. there. Yeah, because they're like, there, yeah. they're like, why, why is 50 Cent here? This is like, he wasn't supposed to be here. And it's just like, you obviously do not understand. Exactly. Oh my God. It's, it's the era, man. People That's just how it was understand. introduced. That's how he was introduced. The fucking music video. Oh my god. Um, on that note. <laughs> oh, side note. Um, Timbaland is actually about um currently in the process of being in an Amazon documentary called Gifted in Black. Oh. Yeah. That's that's no. that's what Timbaland's doing, if you wanted to know good what Timbaland. Timbaland Good good job, oh. Timbaland. Good job, Timbaland. Um everybody good to go? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I see, I see Sly chilling. What are you eating, Sly? Mario, keep this in. Yeah, yeah you have to keep this in. Yeah. yeah. Mario, add a boat. What? What's add Sly? A, what's Sly eating? No. Oh yeah, add Theodore tugboat, please. Yeah, add Theodore tugboat somewhere in this in this video right here. Yeah, just have you know what? Yeah. Have him like go across the bottom of the screen in some capacity. I know you and can do add, it. And then add choo choo noises. Can you also yeah. add uh, uh, Adam Wolf, right? Was yes, add Adam Wolf. Yeah, yeah. You know he's the one from Boston, right? No, he's from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Do not get it twisted. Oh, he is a national treasure. That, what's the boat that goes back and forth between Halifax and Boston? There's the cat is that not a thing? that's from Yarmouth to Maine. I don't know. I just thought there was something between the two cities. I what? don't remember. Mario, can you add uh, Theodore Tugboat as a mech in Metal Wolf Chaos <laughs> being driven by Adam Wolf, please? Thank you. I was eating cornbread beef. Oh. <laughs> I just want to see Theodore Tugboat transform <laughs> into like a <laughs> giant mech. How, how I like Theodore Tugboat as the sun. Okay. Uh, like a little literal ray of sun, but Theodore Tugboat as the face. Yeah, we're we're really putting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, faith of Theodore Tugboat here. <laughs> we yeah, are um, honestly that should be a thumbnail for people who <laughs> are n- are not familiar. This is Theodore Tugboat. Um, he is yeah, the pride and joy of Halifax until he was sold because they sold, sold him, love. and now he's Those in Ontario, which is stupid. Um, what? Wait, they sold <laughs> sold it to Ontario. Yeah, they sold it to a group in Ontario, so they could use it as like a learning boat that they specific. I don't know. Yeah, if you look, news they? Christmas tree. Yeah, boat. I knew Theodore tugboat like- arrive um in um, Kingston Monday. Oh, this is oh that's a, that's a two twenty twenty one. You got at least oh right, that's a July twenty twenty one. Yeah, at least you got to at least say when that is. No, Monday, I don't need like, to. Are we, are we just gonna go on Monday? Is it gonna be in fucking Ontario on Monday? No, <laughs> no. Like, <you're> old. <laughs> I'm upset. He left. Are you? Well, 
Yes. <laughs> Why did you ever go on Theodore tugboat? I watched it as a kid. Did you ever ride the tugboat? <laughs> no. Also, I used like I lived like near him, like when where he like was parked in oh, the winter, and so you would see, see him every day. Yeah. No. no. Okay. To, to, to be fair, this is not a this is a boat, not a celebrity. <laughs> well, it looks like a celebrity. This Liz. is a celebrity. It was a celebrity. Yeah, you know what? That is true. It's a TV show. Theodore had never seen such bullshit before. I agree. Yeah. I have, I have something similar where I live. It's called the Long Island uh, Duck. It's just a giant duck building. There you go. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, people go there. Yes, see? It's kind of an attraction. No. But you guys still have no. it, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wow. Like, you guys yeah, just sell it off to, like, New York? <laughs> we, be- no. we believe in our... our oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Seriously, no, I killed my... Halifax. Oh, no. Halifax. Cutest thing I've ever seen. Halifax believes in money. I'm just laughing because I discreet for a good little bit. It was just angry Theodore Tugboat. We don't talk about that. Yes, and also, side note, yes, we do send a large Christmas tree to Boston every year because of their contributions during the Halifax explosion. Yeah, so every single year. You guys sent it to Ontario for opening a a Christmas aid to Theodore Tugboat. Yeah. They are feeding it well there in Ontario, guys. They are feeding it well. We don't want to talk about this. Well, this is a fucking chaotic show. Okay, so the news. Speaking of, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, our our so our first article this week comes a little bit from everywhere. It's not really kind of a formal uh, article that we usually do, uh, but it's mainly uh, Twitter's uh, Steve Saylor, which is uh, what Fee brought up to me this week. Uh, excessive. Uh, so I the title obviously, like I said, isn't for coming from anything. So don't go looking for. Uh, a website where this is coming from but accessibility in games uh might not be what you think it is so so peeps this uh new year has dawned upon us and with that have come long awaited releases some good some of us have been up till 5 a.m playing i'm looking at one of you hmm. uh, you're looking in the wrong direction i'm looking at him on my other monitor <laughs> 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 I, I i say that because i, I at 7 a.m. at my time, I see Harv just like DM. In, in I woke general. up at that time, though. I woke <laughs> up at that time, mainly because I had to finish a YouTube video, so like I had to wake up at 5 a.m. to get like my recordings done and stuff like that, and then send them off to my editor. And that's why I was up that that early. But I was playing Elden Ring till about 1:30 in the morning. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, two of these recent titles, Sifu and Elden Ring, have been sparking up the topic of accessibility again online with some players. Uh, not really understand like uh, some players understanding the fundamental issues and others not so much. So Fee brought this up, and I'm sure Kyle, you've seen this. I'm sure everybody who's been on Twitter, Twitter has seen this for either from Sifu or from Elden Ring. It's the topic of accessibility um, constantly being brought up and everything like that, and people not really understanding what people are asking for with accessibility. Um, to give a little bit of context. Um, Steve Saylor had posted a YouTube video about talking about accessibility in Elden Ring, and 
almost immediately people already because because it's obviously Elden Ring and uh, a Souls game and everything like that people obviously took the conversation as well why do why does the game have to be easier and I thought it would be it, it I mean Fee actually thought about this but uh, I thought we would be or we thought we would be a good idea to talk about this today uh, especially when we do have somebody here who does need uh, accessibility features in their games and they can we could talk about that as well um, my first question being is what does accessibility mean to you guys? And is it the same as approachability? I'll start off with a hard no. They're very different things. Very different. Very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Accessibility, approachability is like, is this game more approachable than other games in this franchise? Or it, can, I, can, I, can I just like jump into this game and kind of like feel what this game is? Yeah. Accessibility is like, you have to cater, like you have to not even cater. You have to throw out like some of the stuff that you're doing and be like, how how do I make this so more people can play my game? How many how many like do I have a colorblind mode to this game? Do I have mm-hmm. a way that the captions will be more like will be more descriptive for people that can't hear? Can can, can I can I button map my game to a certain extent where people that can't use a regular controller play this game as well? That the, the two completely different things. Yeah. And I think... The, me, uh, that, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Sly. So for me, when I'm thinking about these two terms, uh, they're very distinctive, very different. Approachability is the baseline to your game. What is somebody with low support needs who comes to this game? How challenging is it for them to play? Right? That's that's approachability. Somebody mm-hmm. with low support needs, can they pick this game up and just play it and have a great experience? Or do they need a background in this type of game? Certain games use different types of problem solving that people might not be used to, might not know the thought processes they need to go through in order to complete different parts of a game. Right, mm-hmm. That's approachability accessibility is what features you can provide to people on a range of support needs to make the game the same level as the baseline for somebody with low support needs it's Mm -hmm. just making the game go from that baseline to match the level of person's support needs right Mm -hmm. get you to that that equal equal footing Exactly. When we're talking about accessibility, it's not how to make the game more approachable for a general audience. It's how do we add features or uh, structure our game in a specific way that means that people with higher support needs can utilize different tools to approach it at the same level as people with lower to Everybody has support needs, right? Like, nobody uses absolutely zero accessibility features, right? Like, there's always something that can help anyone. But it's about how to get to that baseline. That's the biggest difference here. Yeah. Well, like, recently I've been doing, as you guys know, some game jams. And one thing that's been really awesome is 
one of the main things that are actually on like essentially the rules as well as like the lists of like things that like kind of like what you need to make sure that you're checking off is they have an accessibility guidelines basic list that have a multitude of different different links that you can go to and i'm actually going to link it to our general chat just so you guys can get some visibility on that one second here i'm going to post this you know what? I'm going to post it in the office general because everyone apparently can see that. Um, <laughs> so um, this is actually a really, like, really helpful link. And I apologize for the people who are watching right now that you just saw me, like, click away and click back. Um, so, yeah, it includes things such as motor, um, cognitive, vision, hearing, um, speech in general, like, um, accessibility um, things that you need to make sure of when you're creating a video game and so even when we're doing the game jam that's actually things that we uh, that was actually brought up in our first game that we created was um, there was not a lot of um, abilities for people who um, have different color blindness like they weren't able to specifically determine like which type of coral that they were clicking on because some of them were around the same color scheme and some of them were yellow or some of them were red so it may have been better for us to do something a certain other way um so it was really awesome for us to learn really early on and it's something that we progressed into the second game that we created um and i think having this checklist should be essential for every game maker like i think this is something that really especially since it's 2022 mind you like sure it might take a little bit more but i think taking those few, like extra steps to be able to allow a multitude of other people to play your game is essential like this isn't something that should be overlooked this, sh this shouldn't be something that's just like pushed under the rug because like oh we need to get this game out or oh the people that usually play our games will be able to play it well you should be also looking at the groups that may want to actually play your game but you've restricted them previously because of the game modes or the game like specific like game features that you just haven't either added or maybe you like maybe could have changed um it doesn't mean that everyone needs to like lose any sort of essence of the game by any means it just means that we're adding more so more people can join and play and it doesn't mean for an Elden Ring, like obviously with Elden Ring, it doesn't mean that you make it easier. It's what you're doing is you're just allowing more people to have access to your game. It doesn't mean that the mon that boss that you have to be in a specific area has to change at all. It just means that allows them to be able to play, like allowing more people to, um, because it's just it seems silly at this point, and like especially with this being a hot topic um over the past few years like i'm obviously it's been an issue since day one but since people have been vocalizing it even more over like the past five years or so um you would expect more games to have more options mm -hmm. yeah. i think what you said I there is perfect and something i think a lot of people need to realize um and just like for some background on me it's it's something that i definitely confuse Mm -hmm. a lot and and i think when i think of accessibility sometimes I'm, I'm thinking like well how can i i make this easier for people who are like me and and games a little bit tougher and what i'm not meaning like an easy mode i'm thinking just like implement like sliders to make the timing a little bit like a bigger window and stuff like that but i i think the biggest thing and the reason why it's such a huge issue i put in quotes for the like the hardcore fans is they're afraid that it's changing their experience 
Mm-hmm. And that if you add these things, it's going to dilute it for, for them. And it's something that I it shouldn't be that hard to understand for them. But, like, it, you're fine. You'll still yeah. have the same thing. It, yeah. it, it's like going to, like, I also went and saw Batman last night. Humble brag. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, like, the, the theater allows people who need subtitles to go and get a pair of glasses and then can come back in and watch the subtitles on them. Fuck but the then, glasses. Uh, I, I, I don't know how well they work. <laughs> well, okay. So there's, sorry, this is a quick yeah, tangent. Yeah. I'll make it brief. There's two like big different captioning devices. Mm-hmm. And one goes in a cup holder and it's a little box and you can like adjust it to wherever you want. The other ones are the glasses and they have uh, like uh, laser projection, the captions. Okay. Um, if you're like me and sit with your head to the side, that means you're reading across the screen. I, I hate uh, the glasses. The box is my preferred. I, see. I know some people like the glasses, but I just, yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah, I but, thought the glasses would have worked would that, on would, me. That, would that make the, uh, the, the, the subtitles crooked too, if you're like looking like this? That's what happens. So, yeah. Yeah. And also, if you like look up and like then, like sometimes, like, Whenever you move your head to like look around the screen, the captions move. And uh, so that's yeah, just really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. That's interesting. When I when I when I when I heard you say glasses, I thought it would be on like have you ever seen that old PlayStation 3D TV that came out like years, years, years oh, yeah. ago? This is um, branded one. Yeah, the PlayStation yeah, branded yeah. one, and it had a, had a feature in it where like one person could see a screen. Like I don't know if it was that one or maybe in a different TV, but it was like if you wore a pair of glasses, one person would see one screen, and if you didn't wear the glasses, one person oh, would see a different screen. Like a split screen co-op. Yeah, yes, I do remember. And I, I'm surprised they haven't implemented that in like a theater where like you could just wear these glasses, you can see then see the 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 captions would always be there, obviously, but then you would just put on the glasses and they would you would be able to see it, and then if you didn't wear the glasses, they wouldn't be there. But it. it that, that's interesting. They, it's laser laser projected. That's it's very interesting. It's kind of like the Google yeah. Glass thing, They're almost. Really bulky, and then yeah. also if you also wear glasses, you have to put them over your glasses. Yeah. It's it's just 3D was time. 3D was annoying enough having glasses on top of yeah, glasses. Glasses on top of glasses. Yeah, that's why I never buy a 3D ticket anymore. Theaters just do open captions. That's all yeah. I'm asking. And, and the reason I bring it up is because there were some people that needed them in my showing, but it didn't affect my enjoyment. Right, yeah. so like it, it, and they were perfectly fine. Hopefully, if they, they, like using the glasses, uh, they were fine with their their viewing of it. I was fine with mine. We both walked out happy, and, and enjoying the thing. Like it's yeah, it's no. totally this, okay for these options to be in this is, every game. This is the problem that I have with. So I'm a diehard Souls fan. I love Souls games, uh, all the way from all the way back from Demon Souls till now. And like even I, I would probably bunch of the Neo games as well. Uh, they're not Souls games, even though people try to like compare them to Souls games. They're not, but they're difficult games, right? The Souls community is is just weird. It is yeah, very it is. it's very gatekeeping to the point where it's like do you uh, do you even want other people to play your games at this like play these games at at all at this point because. Elden Ring brings out like you know they have summons in the game right like they had, like you were talking about earlier Kyle about like the, them you having the wolves and stuff like that and then you know there's magic in the game as well and then people will get shit on for using these things of using summons and magic and stuff like that it's like they're in the game for a reason use them 
Like they, they're there. Like if you don't want to do a, if you don't want to do a, a summon, like like my playthrough is like like a, the playthrough I'm doing is no summons. That doesn't affect anybody else that is playing the game that they, the way they want to play the game. Yeah, it doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect me at all. God if forbid you, the community finds out I cheese the boss. Yeah, yeah. exactly. God it, forbid. It, 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 it makes it makes zero sense to me because like every t- I, I I said this when Horizon came out to PC. Well, for the first time, and like I was just like, man, I'm so excited for other people to experience Horizon yeah. now because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have PlayStation, right? They have PCs, and that's what that's what they primarily get game on. There's a couple of people that were that were that tweeted back to me. It's like this is this is stupid. This is this is this is not like like PlayStation's losing all their shit because like, it's going on PC. It's like more people get to play your game. It's uh, this weird toxic ownership of like it's mine. <laughs> Yeah. How dare you bring it to more people or allow more people to and, experience yeah. it? People getting too invested. It's, oh, yeah. It really is like, and, hey, I did it. There's no way anybody else can do it because it and, was hard for me to do it. So it must be hard for everybody else to do it. And from software games are harder enough for getting people into those games. Yeah. Like I, I have tried my hardest to get people into those kind of games because like it's something I'm passionate about. I love those kind of games, right? Like that is, I want more people to experience them because. The stories in from software games, like the story in Bloodborne, as Kyle has probably went through, is it, the story is one of the best stories that I've I've ever experienced because the world is just so encompassing. Like it 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 really puts you there, and I hate when people are just like, no, you can't play this. Like you gotta play it this way. You gotta play it this way. It's like guys, just let people experience the story how they want to experience it. Yeah. <laughs> if I can, a comparison that just popped into my head. The response to this topic, especially from people who are like diehard souls, makes me think of Pokemon. And what if people who play Pokemon Nuzlocke came out and said, this is the only way you're allowed to play this game? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, like, if you play Pokemon normally, like... It's ridiculous, like, n- nobody should play that. You should only play Nuzlocke. People would be like, no, that's ridiculous. I want to play the game how it's supposed to be played. You can go and do a Nuzlocke run and have a blast and enjoy yourself. But I want to play the OG game, right? So why does other people playing in a different style to you take away from your experience here exactly that's my question well yeah i was like i was even telling um harv and frank earlier when we were talking about this i i would have to say i'm a part of a community that i just do not associate myself with because it is it can be very toxic which is the anime community it is very much like very much for a very long time especially for and i i come from an age where anime was looked upon as like something stupid like people are like okay nerd like this is really dumb but now it's becoming a lot more socially acceptable but there are still people who are like you guys you don't fucking understand how it was like when we were like kids watching anime or like when we were watching anime and oh fuck you for listening like watching it in dub or oh you only like this specific anime like the amount of times that i've heard people have conversations and they're like oh you only like naruto <laughs> that's really like I could go on for hours about mm-hmm. how some 
areas of the anime community are terrible. It's the same way with all other communities, but it just seems as though whenever I think of something like this, it always kind of reminds me of those particular situations that I've been a witness of. But no, I just think that if it doesn't affect your gameplay, why are you getting mad because someone's asking for a way for them to be able to get access to the game? They're not asking for an easy mode. And stop thinking that they're asking for an easy mode because that's not correct. They're not looking for, like, level tier easy. They're just looking for a way for them to get access and be able to play the game. Because, like, it's just so stupid why people can't just understand that this is not them looking for them to change the way that the game is played completely. It's just they want to be able to play the game, too. And yeah. what's that going to hurt you? Oh, God from, forbid. From software games need accessibility. When it, when yeah. it comes to this kind of stuff, they, they need something for captions. They need something for colorblind modes. Yeah. They need something to, like, even for controls-wise, they, they need something to, to, to get more people to be able to, like, try their games yeah. or at least, like, uh, at least experience their games. Because, like, when you go to that menu, you're like, there's nothing there. there there's, it's, it's bare bones. It's like... It's bare bones to the extent where, like, even when you want to map stuff, you can't even fully map your controller. Yeah. Because it forces you to have certain buttons for certain controllers. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know this is a big problem because Lauren, I know most of us know who Lauren is uh, from the kind of fighting community. When she plays, she plays left-handed on, like, mouse and keyboard. So it's like, everything has to be different for when she's playing because mm-hmm. she can't use the WASD. She has to use, like, I think she used, like, IJKL. Or something yep. like that for 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 her for her movement, mm. and half the time she can't even change her controls because the game just doesn't allow you to change your controls. Such a basic thing when you think about it. Yeah, like button mapping. Yeah. Come on. Like Fee, when you shared that thing, is I was reading through it of like the basic guidelines for accessibility. Yeah. Down at the bottom for general, it's just like, yeah, make sure like when you change a setting, it's saved when you back out of the menu. Like, something so what I think of being uh, sh- what should be a normal thing, Yeah. there are absolutely games that don't do that, that I've run into, and it's maddening. Yeah. yeah. For me, like, wow. one thing that just kind of, like, blew when I was playing Loop Hero, and for the very first time I was going through the settings, and they had a dyslexic mode, which, like, for me is just absolutely bonkers because for someone who deals with it on a regular basis like i didn't even think that there was an option available i just assumed that games just chose a font and then you just had to kind of deal with it and mind you i still kind of stuck with like the in between because i didn't like the full on like dyslexic font because it kind of just took me out of the entire vibe it was very easy to read i'm going to put that like con- good job for the creators of that game because it was very easy for me to read but then i was like i still kind of like the other font a little bit better so i went with the in between um but no it was really nice to be able to see stuff like that and being able i have really enjoyed being able to actually like do stuff creatively when it comes to even just making a small game each month because it makes you really think about like what games need to be able to allow everyone to play and it's really good to be able to look at through that like list and be like okay like some of my favorite games do they hit these particular quotas or like be able to go through this list if i could go through this list with all the games that i play on a regular basis do they hit everything 
And a lot of the time, like, honestly, probably like 99% of the time, it's a no. And I mean, I'm looking through this list and looking like, just like in my mind, look at the menu of like Elden Ring. I, th- I don't think it hits like 30% of this list. Yeah. Which I, I think, think it hits 30% and like 70% of it, it's not. And by the way, for the people who are listening, this is a strictly a basic list. That is, it's a basic list. It is the not bare a minimum. bare no. minimum. It was also made in 2017 as 2017. Well. So it has not been updated, which by the way, I still really appreciate this list, even though it is it's a real- good list though. Oh, it's a very good list. It's a great list. It's a great list. And the thing is, if we're using this for a benchmark, yeah. a lot of people say like, oh, like demanding accessibility just makes it harder for indie devs. Which is complete and utter bullshit because I play so many indie games. Yeah. The majority of the games I play are indie games, right? And all of the indie games I play in general have way better accessibility options than the big AAA games. Yeah. I'm not asking for the itty bitty studios to develop like groundbreaking accessibility technology. They're already doing all of these things in for the most part. Yeah. It's I'm asking the big studios who have the resources, who have the money, who have access to like um I know a lot of like Microsoft studios have access to a wealth of knowledge and we're seeing them apply that knowledge to their games. Mm-hmm. But that's like what I'm asking for is the big crazy budgeted like developers are the ones that I want to see explore and play with this technology to develop new things so that it can trickle down to the double A's, the indie studios, right? And I just like when when the indie games that are being developed by like three to twenty people can make their games accessible for a vast majority of support needs, then why can't the giant AAA companies with all the money and all the resources, why can't they hit that same level? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that actually brings me to a question, Sly, uh, actually specifically for you. So um, ha- having the need for accessibility options, um, what do you personally look for when you know you play a game? What, do, what options are you looking for specifically uh, when you are looking for accessibility options? I look for a lot of things. I have pretty high support needs when it comes to video games and some of these i like are just nice to have they make my experience a little bit easier um i'm also dyslexic so anytime there's any like ability to change a font to more base heavy font or change the contrast super helps me out the biggest number one thing I look for, obviously I'm deaf and I reply rely on captioning for everything in my movies, TV shows, anything with audio, I rely on captions. And video games are by far the most inaccurate and inconsistent with captioning. There are captioning guidelines. The FCC has very strict, deliberate examples of what counts as appropriate captioning and so many games don't meet the SEC standard and I know they're not required to but it's 
just like a fundamental base like level any identifying sounds that you need to accomplish something any audio that gives the ambiance or the vibe every time somebody's speaking if you can hear it it should be captured tell me who is speaking or describe them if we don't know their name like just basic bare bones captioning so often isn't there there's a lot of really shitty captioning um one that comes to mind is marvel's avengers had such awful captioning it was something like um uh a person like the audio was described as releasing an effort what the fuck does that mean and it, it came up so many times. It'd be like, character name releases an effort. And I'm like, what does that mean? That makes no sense. I was thinking of like a, a bathroom joke right now that yeah. I'm trying not to say. And I think it was like a grunt or something. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I have no idea what the audio was. I put so it in effort. I would, I would imagine it would probably be in a lot of like lifting scenes or something like that. Yeah. I could have just so put grunt. Or grunts. Um, text me is a big thing and then remapping controls i you know i have fine motor skill issues and a lot of combinations don't work for me and so being able to change what motions are on what buttons super important for me um i love an easy mode Uh, like i understand when i'm playing certain games that's not the goal of the game the goal is to you know, create puzzles that are difficult and challenging and engaging. Um, but if there's an easy mode, most of the time I'll start there and then ramp up once I get to know the game, right? But that's just nice to have on a necessity. Um, and being able to adjust contrast is a huge one for me. Being able to choose brightness and contrast. Uh, uh, brightness especially. So many games don't have adjustable brightness and that makes it so hard on me to like be able to tell what's where um so those are just a couple that are like my go-tos every time i open an accessibility menu you know but that's just for me like there's so many other people who have so many other support needs and like every single person is gonna have a different answer for what they look for but please for the love of god any developers who happen upon this message read captioning guidelines and meet them that's all i'm asking for uh speaking of meeting some guidelines here so you had uh you had it brought up to us this week about uh xbox doing some things with uh one of their one of their uh big series uh you want to talk about that for us really quick yes so of course if you did not see there is a tweet and a blog post from Xbox announcing that Forza Horizon 5 will include both American and British Sign Language um, interpretation of all of their cutscenes, which is insane. This is huge, revolutionary. A lot of people, you know, are like, oh, like, deaf people can read, right? Like, what's wrong with captions? And what you don't understand is that signed languages are not 
an equivalent to spoken languages. There are their own languages with their own structure and syntax. And so anybody whose like first language isn't English or isn't a language that's commonly, you know, dubbed in games understands how it can be really challenging t- sometimes to play games that are not in your first language, right? And so by doing this, by providing, you know, an option to have somebody's first language be how the dialogue is presented in video games, especially it being a signed language, is just so incredible. I this is like one of my dream future, like if you ask me what an ideal video game would look like, this is something that I would put in there. And I never in a million years thought I would see it in my lifetime. And so to see a you know, Microsoft and all of these Xbox studios have been doing so much for accessibility and I know they have a huge support team that gives developers the opportunity to play around and to learn and to improve their offering which is so cool and amazing and I'm so happy that the Forza team is taking advantage of this and introducing not one but two signed languages to be supported is just so incredible there's such a huge misconception around like sign language being universal and this is just such a prevalent myth throughout society by them introducing this feature with two signed languages is so important to help people realize that they are very different languages i like when you look at british sign language and american sign language they are two completely foreign languages from each other. Um, of course, like if if you know the history of sign languages, ASL is derived from French sign language, so they share about fifty percent of common vocabulary with French sign language. Um, and British sign language, um, Auslan, New Zealand sign language, are more closely related. So even though both countries speak English. Their sign languages are so wildly different. So by having this, you know, opens the door for so many more people to get into video games, to be able to experience a game in their first language. It's just amazing. I feel like I've been ranting forever. No, no, definitely. This is a, this is a topic about accessibility, and like I said, you know, you you you're definitely the expert on this more than more so than anyone here. So I definitely appreciate you you being able to talk about that openly and everything like that. Thank you. Um, I'm just game devs. Reach yeah. out to Sly. Yeah, game devs. Come on, please hire yeah. me. I'm here. Um, Ask me questions. Um, but yeah, like this is a game. I would I would never play a Forza game like that's just not my general vibe right and I'm gonna play this like absolutely and so you're bringing in a completely different audience than what you would you would normally be uh promoting your game to right yeah you should definitely record a reaction to this like to when you when you first try it out just to kind of see you know like a review or something like that you know what I mean it'd be really cool um on the on on the note of this as well uh going back to uh, on the topic of approachability and accessibility uh 
just uh, I would say for the general people, just don't don't get them mixed up. You know what I mean? One one is to get people on equal footing, and the other one is to have more people be able to approach a game. Uh, it's in the it's in the wording. It's in everything. Uh, and then the on the side of toxicity, especially towards like Steve Saylor and stuff like that. Um, th and this is coming from somebody who um, plays every single game that they possibly can on the hardest difficulty possible. I crank that shit up. I try to make the games hard as, uh, as shit for me. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit what you played your game on. Nobody gives a shit if you played it on hard or professional or anything like that. At the end of the day, people are playing the games. They want to get through them. They want to enjoy the story just like you did. Uh, that doesn't, you playing it on hard or impossible doesn't take it away any more than they, them playing it on easy. Get over it. Get over yourself. Let other people play the games how they want to play the game. Play games on impossible and i can play them on baby s baby mode and we still yeah. get the same amount of enjoyment out of it and exactly. respect yeah. each other it's not yeah. that hard it might take me it might take me just a little bit longer but it, we we all get there at the end <laughs> uh on that note uh we're going to move into our our next article here unless anybody else has anything to say here as well anybody any other closing thoughts do better yeah do better yeah yeah do better do better that hard yeah, and the fucking Souls community needs to get their head out of their ass. That's really they what it is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know what? As someone commented on our YouTube video a while ago, get out of your parents' basement and touch some grass and stop being a dick. <laughs> Plus ratio. <laughs> Somebody commented that on one of your videos? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. What there was no, no, he is giving a very PG version of what was said in that thing. Mind um, you, they I did know. come back and apologize. They straight up came back and apologized. So, um. Hey, you know what? I, at the end of the day, I can't. Re I don't think I've ever seen anybody, like, put a fucking mean comment on the internet and then come back and apologize. Yeah. So I can't really, like. <laughs> I can't really hate them for the good. Yeah, good on you. I guess self reflection. I, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I can't. I can't hate on that. That's actually like a, a a pretty Chad move right there to come back and apologize. No, but um, in all seriousness, um, yeah, just do better. Um, and yeah, that's hell yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. All right. So uh, on our on our second article this week uh, is an update from last week's topic and comes from IGN's uh, Joe Scrubbles. Uh, once again, I just want to make sure that this is reiterated. Uh, the war in Ukraine is a very serious topic, and I urge anyone who's going to talk about it in a public forum to please be respectful and be cautious of false information being spread. I made sure whatever information I put in this document, it was information that was, you know, put on other sources and everything like that. Just do, please refrain from spreading false information. Please re refrain from memeing on Ukraine. There are people who are legitimately dying. Yeah, and we will right now. We will also continue to post um, links on areas that you can go and support um, the people of Ukraine. Um, so please make sure if you do feel like you want to donate um, any like specific amount, it doesn't need to be a, any sort of large amount. It can be just a few dollars. There are links below. Um, but as Frank said, definitely do your research as well. So please make sure that you are being diligent. Um, and I know we've consistently made sure that the links that we are providing are legitimate. Um, so please make sure that if you go outside of the realm of this video, um, that you continue to do the same because unfortunately people are terrible. 
yeah there's some there's some shysters out there on the internet uh on that note um the article this week like i said had come from ign's uh, joe scrubbles uh, xbox ea cd project red and more halt game cells in russia and belarus so this week saw a lot of reaction to what's going on in Ukraine from many fronts. First and foremost, I want to say that it instilled a little bit of hope seeing how the world reacted to Ukraine. Um, just seeing all the media conglomerates, the developers, the people, just the way they showed their solidarity was, it definitely in a way um, brought a little bit more hope, <laughs> to say the least. Um, uh, in the media sphere, we saw a lot of uh, response from big companies, but within our sphere, which is video games, um, we saw companies who are based in Ukraine give updates, as well as companies outside showing solidarity any way they can. Um, so first and foremost, the first one to kind of bring this whole thing up was CD Projekt Red initially announced that they were pulling games from Russian and Belarus marketplaces, and this was followed also by uh, Bloober Studios as well. Um, they put out a... Um, a, I don't know what the, I, I, my head's drawing a blank here. A um, a post uh, a talking about release. this, a press release. There you go. Uh, a press release talking about this. Uh, I'll go over it in a second, but this does come after uh, Ukrainian Prime Minister uh, Mikhailo Fedorov called on all of the games industry to block support in Russia. So CD Project Red, uh, CD Project Red in their press release said, in the light of uh, Russian military invasion in our neighboring country of Ukraine. Until further notice, CD Projekt Red Group has made the decision to halt all sales of our games in Russia and Belarus. Today, we will be working with our new uh, with our partners to suspend digital sales and cease physical stock deliveries of CD Projekt Red products, as well as games distributed on GOG platform to other territories of Russia and Belarus. The entire CD Projekt Red group stands firm with the people of Ukraine. We are not a uh, political entity capable of directly influencing state matters and do not aspire to be one. We believe that commercial entities when united have the power to inspire global change in the hearts and minds of ordinary people we know that players in uh, sorry I, mis I thought i misread that we know that players in russia and belarus individuals who have nothing to do with the invasion of ukraine will be impacted by this decision but with this action we wish to further galvanize the global community to speak about what's going on in the heart of europe to our brothers and sisters fighting for their home country stay strong i there's a little bit of uh there is something else said at the end there but i do not know how to say that so i will refrain um uh i'm trying to read it it's too small yeah it's uh it, it's it's yeah, a, uh, I, yeah but yeah, following I'm... this um ea xbox and sony have also followed suit in suspending sales in russia um stalker 2 dev uh gsc game world uh have th that we talked about yesterday which i didn't know was actually based in uh kiev have also put out an update video where they were at the time they were producing a video about the motion capture of Stalker 2, um, just kind of behind the scenes. And then obviously this happened in between that that production and they had to they in that video, they do show war footage. So if you do wind up going to the video to go see it, be advised, it does show war footage, but it's definitely a video that needs to be put out there and definitely stuff that needs to be said. Um, and then also Fee brought to my attention this week that World of Tanks studio fired their creative director who voiced support for Russia invasion of Ukraine. I don't I don't know why he did that. That was probably the dumbest movie could have made. Good on them for being swift and just giving this man the bad hammer. And that comes from PC gamers Andy Chalk. 
Um, Honestly, good thing he did because they could get him out of there. Yeah, get him out of there because that's get better there. to get, get the guy fired. Yeah, and, um, and get rid of him. There, there's also another company, uh, Sad Cat Studios, who is a Belarusian company. Mm-hmm. It's a Belarusian company that is. Um, uh, they they put out a statement as well, uh, saying we're a Belarusian company that we want to make perfectly clear. Perfectly clear, we are against war. We condemn Russian aggression against Ukraine, as well as the Belarusian government's involvement in that aggression. There's no excuse for war and suffering, which is unfolding right now. And uh, and at the end, that being said, we have ultimately decided to focus on well-being of our team, as well as relocating the, the studio as well. Yeah, there's so the team the, behind that uh, replace game that was shown on Xbox stage last year. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's that that's that's because like it's not even Russia that that's that's in this too, right? Belarus is also in it as well. So anything that is Belarusian when it comes to the studios and stuff like that, they're they're getting hit hard. And the ones that are like, they're like, yeah, like, yeah, this whole situation is just. I'm I'm glad that the the world is is looking at it and be like, yeah, we're gonna cut anybody that is connected in any sort of way connected to uh the russian government and russia in general and just ostracizing them out of out of the global community mm-hmm. like 100 because that's kind of what you have to do when it comes to these kind of type things when it is unwanted aggression against another country yeah like cd project red said like not not a lot not everybody in these fears are political entities that could actually sway uh state matters but i like i said earlier it does bring me hope that people are doing whatever they possibly can to do what they can to 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 change this effort a little bit um and so much love and support to all of the people who are be uh using their voice in russia with fear of bodily harm coming to them to speak out on this issue because over the past week we've seen so much um from russian citizens speaking out against this and just mad respect to all of them that, that during is, this time that, yeah that's something that i definitely have taken for granted living in the u.s for all the problems that we have but just the fact that we can speak out about our government and our leaders but in russia that is like you can't they don't have that freedom so it is great seeing the citizens there risking a lot to speak out against it um yeah it's 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 good to see yeah um but the, uh, if you already mentioned uh, the, the closing thought here, um, you know, if you ha- if there's any way you can donate, we have we have links. We're gonna, we'll have links in the in the description of this video when it gets lo- uploaded to YouTube as well. Uh, but we have links on our Twitter as to where you can donate. I'll make sure that we retweet that or any kind of way to make sure that it is uh, up top and up up uh, updated and everything like that. Um, but the 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 information is out there. If you can do if you can do anything, please do something. Um, you know, the, it's 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 hard. It's hard for it's hard for people to have to leave their 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 homeland and have to defend it. It's it's a it's a very very difficult situation. Um, but on that note, uh, we're going to move into the tidbits here, and 
Kyle, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, uh, you, you've, you've uh, seen the tidbits yet, uh, but this is basically kind of just the same thing as the what we were doing before. It's just you know, shorter form articles. They don't have a lot of notes on them. Speak and speak on it if you want to. Go ahead and uh, say as much as you want. Uh, but this, it's going to be more rapid pace there. Um, so our first article um, comes from The Verge's Andrew Webster. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are coming to the Switch later this year. Um, I know we talked about Pokemon earlier. Um, who's excited for this? Because I'll be honest with you, I've been so out of Pokemon that I'm not really, I haven't really cared if there's a new game, but I mean, I'm sure there's people in here who are like, yeah, I've, this is good, I've cool. also been out of the Pokemon game for a bit, but these starters are... Like, I, yeah. Yes! This, this is a thing. This is like, so... This is the first time that Pokemon has ever came out with two games in the same year, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, it is, right? Actually. And this is this is the start of Gen Nine, which is, I guess, I'm kind of great. I've only I've only been uh, privy to Gen Two. That's the furthest yeah. I've ever been to, and uh, so I'm missing seven generations in between. But so is the Grass Pokemon finally going to be chosen? Is it is the Grass Pokemon the one this year that oh. everybody can? Everybody can like rally around. I, mean, I don't know the fire crocodile is pretty cute. Or the duck, the ducky, the water duck. Yeah. Oh, the one with the, with the hat. The one yeah. with the hat. The grass one's gonna get shafted again. God damn But no, it. here's the thing. I love the cat one. All the cat. I was gonna say all the cat lovers are gonna love the grass Pokemon. First of all, I love it. I love the fucking cat one. However, we got played. The last time there was a cat starter because they did that with, um, oh gosh, sun and moon. And then the cat went from cat to larger cat to like Samoan fighter. And it was oh, yes. a full I like. Isn't this. that how it always goes though? No, not that way. Oh, you would assume it was like a. cat goes from I want to cuddle to you're gonna cuddle <laughs> yeah i don't know cuddles now. <laughs> it was it was just like completely off guard and i hope that the way that they have the progression for these starters makes more sense than what we saw in previous takes but no i that's my problem right now is like i'm stuck be i'm not i don't usually start with a fire type i don't think i've ever in any game oh no wait I, I say this, but I did start with the cat in um, Sun and Moon, which was the fire type. But <laughs> every you're just slapping, you're just slapping the face of all Char Charizard. But no, I I you as well in Sun and Moon. I I started with Squirtle, so I like water and grass types. I'm not a huge fan of fire types. I haven't touched a Pokemon in ages, but this might. This might be the one to get me back. This, yeah. is, this is not going to be the one, but for, for me, for for sure. But I'm excited for everybody else that is going to be going into this oh, yeah. because yeah. until they do sub like substantial differences in their games, but they did, and you still didn't want to play it with Arceus. No, I want, I want, I want action combat. I don't want turn based. Oh my god, so he's waiting for he's waiting for fucking Elden Ring combat. No, I want Nino Kuni. That's what I want from their games. I want like a Nino okay. Kuni kind of. Oh my god, you're asking for too much. What <laughs> I'm are you asking for? Too much. Yeah, I know. I know. My goodness. And just a small thing. I'm excited when we get to like I don't know Gen Eleven. What <laughs> colors they're gonna pull out? Are we gonna get yeah. Pokemon Love? <laughs> Pokemon Maroon? It's just gonna be a I color wheel. Love. Let's get a yeah. Color Pokemon Top. Yeah. Pokemon Periwinkle. 
<laughs> but do you guys, okay, okay. So going forward, do you guys think they're gonna do the Legends thing again and then go with a new Pokemon every year? Is that is that what we're gonna be going through every year now? How do you how do you go past God? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who's who, who's under God at this point? <laughs> So that's a lot of Pokemon, Pokemon games, Lord. right? That's three, that's three Pokemon games. That, well, I, you know what? I'm going to put Scarlet and Violet the same game. It's the same game, really. That's all it is. Yeah. But like, it's the same game with different Pokemon. It's exactly the same game. Yeah, I think, that's I think what there's all the other games were like. like... Yeah, no, the only the... difference is that you can't get all the Pokemon in Scarlet and you can't get all the Pokemon in Violet. So you have to trade to get all the Pokemon. I mean, that's, that's with every other game. Difference. That's like with every no, other game. I mean. so, so, like, do you guys think there's going to be two Pokemon games now going forward every year? Oh, you so mean like, one in the like spring Legends and one in the I don't know if Nintendo and I don't know I don't know if Game Freak, sorry, I'm not gonna say Nintendo, but Game Freak, or whoever's working or the Pokemon company, whoever has that workflow be- down better than the people who are doing Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Cause we do we we have not seen another open world game in a while, and I think it's gonna be a while before we see another po- uh, open world Pokemon game like that. Well this one um, is open world as well. Yeah, I mean, in, in like like Arceus. Yeah, this is, like apparently this like, is supposed uh, to be a seamless open world where there's no loading screens between cities and all that kind of stuff. And again, they're going. Switch. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Good luck, Switch. For <laughs> that thing's gonna be like burning into your hands. Um, but like they're they're supposed, to, but it's going back to the traditional gym system instead of Arceus, which was apparently not part of the gym system. They had like their own story and stuff like that. I just find it so weird that they're releasing an, another like another Pokemon game in the same year Arceus came out. That is I mean, so not, weird to me. Let's be real here. They're not really releasing much else other than that anyway. Well, the Pokemon company doesn't release anything else. Yeah. I just mean in general, like Nintendo and stuff like that. Like, there's not a lot of not a lot of titles coming out this year from Are what I can tell. you not hyped for Pokemon Sleep? Pokemon oh. Sleep? Oh, I am. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's a real thing, isn't it? That's, that's a real thing. Oh, yeah. joking. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, that is a real thing. Yeah. I completely forgot yeah. about that. No, this year, Pokemon Nintendo has a lot of shit coming out this year. They got Kirby. They got Xenoblade. They got Pokemon coming out this year. They got yeah. a lot of shit I'm, coming I'm, out. I'm, I'm, mainly, I'm mainly just joking. I'm just, I'm just shitting on Nintendo for no reason. <laughs> oh, my just, goodness. I'm just very surprised they got so much Pokemon coming out this year. All the Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because, like, it, they... It's always been speculated that they would do something like that in terms of like more Pokemon games within the same year. Um, this came like all the way back to like X and Y, right? Like people are like, well, it's in the same year, maybe we'll get a Z. You know what I mean? It's like, no, it's not happening. Like it, it's weird to me that this didn't happen last year because last year was the 25th anniversary. We yeah. get two games during that, but we get two games the year after. Like, yeah. Nintendo's real bad with with their celebrations. I was gonna say, what about the Zelda Mario. stuff, right? What about the Zelda stuff, right? Was it Zelda's fortieth? What about just... Donkey Kong, who <laughs> got shafted last year? How dare Don- they Donkey forget Kong, about Kong. Donkey... Unless Retro is making Donkey Kong, I don't care. All right, I don't care. <laughs> How dare they forget about Donkey Kong? Retro, Retro has enough on their play with Metroid Prime. <laughs> um, but speaking of Nintendo being very bad about things. Um, our next article comes from Nintendo Life's Liam Doolin, and it's official. Nintendo has withdrawn Super Smash Brothers from Evo 2022. Um, I top level thought here. Why? It's why? why? It's Nintendo does Nintendo things. I I don't know why they would do this. Like Evo is 
Evo had problems, right, with the whole the the stuff that was going on with Evo and like with the with the person that ran Evo. They they got rid of all the people that are part of that kind of stuff, and now they're rerunning it again with like the biggest like you know the biggest uh, games again and all that kind of stuff. I don't know why Nintendo is doing this. I I, I the, Evo is like where all the eyes go when it comes yeah. to fighting games. Like I in my mind, I'm thinking like maybe they want to do something on their own, but at the same time, I'm like Nintendo probably wouldn't do something on their own. Like it makes no sense to me. Like it, it's a fighting game. Why wouldn't you want it on the biggest fighting game tournament platform to like? I understand maybe they don't really need the views or like the the sales numbers. But I like, honestly could see Nintendo still being salty about the Sony breakup or what led to mm. Sony PlayStation because Sony now has bought Evo. So they're mm. like, oh okay. Oh yeah, they did. They I did. Didn't think about that. You're right. You're 100 percent right. So this is why it pays to have somebody who's like on the PS trophy room to have you on the podcast. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. I, I like. I I think that's stupid if that's the case because Evo is still huge and Smash mm-hmm. Brothers is still huge. It's what but it's. I it's always totally it's, see them being petty like that. The, the Smash Brothers is usually the runner up when it comes to uh, the last event in Evo. Yeah. It's always Street Fighter. Street Fighter will always be the, the 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 last event, but Smash Brothers is always the second last event because it is the one that drives probably the most uh, traffic on yeah. for Evo. But but it does, like, reading the article, it says most likely Nintendo has been they, they've been ho- they have been hosting their own uh, events and stuff like that for for Smash Brothers. Uh, but like, you're not gonna get the same. You're not gonna get the reaction. Yeah. And the, the thing that sucks about this is there's so many like smash bros pros out there who probably are like we're probably like super looking forward to evo maybe even looking forward to the prize money they would have been getting and it's like sorry pros you're not going to be able to play in evo this year because nintendo says so it's like wait what like why it just it just doesn't none of that really makes much sense it it hurts it hurts more than it actually saves and i don't know what they're trying to save here It, it hurts the players more than it hurts anything else yeah like these players probably want to play in Evo. They want to. They want to be on that stage. They want to. Yeah, they want to be on the Evo stage. That's like the. That's the pride and joy of a lot of these pro fighting game players. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you have anything to say on this? Sorry, you look like you did. <laughs> so I was just like, I was just sipping a drink. Um, not particularly. No. Um, yeah. no. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Smash Bros. Like Super Smash Brothers. Um, yeah. Why? All right. Yeah. Just I'm like um, I don't know enough to specifically make any statements when it comes to yeah, this. I, My I, apologies. I don't know. Should I, I don't, no, it's fine. I thought you wanted to say something. Um, I, I, I I'll be. I'll admit too. I'm not a big Smash player as well. I'm, I'm a terrible fighting game player. It's one of the things i that i'm a button oh, yeah. masher man i'd rather spam a until i get get through the fight than fucking learn mechanics in the fighting game um but on that note uh our next article and hopefully harv can uh, elaborate on this because it confused the shit out of me when i read it uh kotaku's luke uh, luke plunkett uh posts elden ring mod lets you pause the game excuse this me a thing in the console version <laughs> yeah yes yeah, so this is this is uh only pc so this I, is I wild. This right is now. crazy to me. So, so explain this to me. You can't pause. The, is it like a real time thing? Well, the, the the thing about uh the Dark Souls games is that you can get invaded at any time. Mm. So it's all online kind of type thing. 
uh, which doesn't make any sense because I play offline. I should be able to pause. I play like I'm, there's no way I'm going to get evaded if I play offline. But um, Sekiro had a pause thing. In Sekiro, you could pause the game because in Sekiro you couldn't get invaded and stuff like that. But I I don't know why they had to add a pause button to this game. I I literally don't know why they didn't add a pause button because they the didn't other, really. The other day I was playing, and uh, my uh, my oldest niece yelled down for me to get something from the freezer that we have down here. And I hit the pause button like I do in every other game. And as I'm walking away, I hear my character dying. And I'm oh, like, no. wait, 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 what? <laughs> I paused the game. I what's happening? <laughs> and yeah, no, I'll come back. I died. Some like random uh, enemy saw me and took me out. And yeah. I thought that was weird because I'm so not used to that. And then I come to find out, I think today on Twitter, I saw somebody say that, uh, please, from software, put a pause in the game because my daughter gave me a hug and I died because I couldn't pause the game. Oh, <laughs> like, come on, man. Between giving your children affection and, and or like risk losing in a boss fight. That is literally oh, like, like therapy inducing. Like, yeah. My dad didn't give me a hug as a kid because he was playing a game called Elden Ring. Exactly. Like, and, and to go back to the conversation we had with the toxicity oh, in their yeah. fan base, yeah. that person had a reply of like, well, that's the way it should be. Get good. Don't pause the game. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. $100 of therapy like later exactly. because you didn't I, hug your... So there's, there's two things. There's two things with this. One thing is that if you are doing online play, like, so, so you have to use a certain item to, like, turn co-op on, mm-hmm. and while you have co-op on, you can get invaded at the same time. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able to pause at that point, because that's your, your it's it's like going into multiplayer in you Call of Duty at that you point. You the system at that point. Yeah, it's, that's like yeah. putting into Call of Duty, you're in multiplayer, you can't pause in multiplayer, because, you know, you just can't, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you don't have those things on, if you don't have... Uh, if you don't have that item on, or if you're playing offline, pausing should not be an issue. Like, it literally should not be an issue, because you're not dealing with other people's games at that point. When you turn co-op on, when you turn invading on, then yes, you're dealing with other people's games at that point. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't get why, but there is a mod out for uh, for PC where you can pause the game as long as you bypass the, uh, the, uh, the anti-cheat which I've been doing myself just to play widescreen and stuff. So, like, yeah, um, you can pause the game on PC, but I, 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 I it'll never come out for for console for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, Here's yeah. 2022, and we have to rely on people modding a game so we can pause it. Well, like, I understand. That's why, I, that's why I when I saw that article name, I was fucking. It blew my mind. I'm yeah. like, are you serious? A modded in pause system. Well, like, I understand yeah. if you were online because it's the same thing with like any mmo you can't pause an mmorpg if you're standing out in the middle of nowhere you're gonna get smacked but it doesn't make any sense for people who are offline not to have a pause option like yeah that just seems stupid i'm sorry yeah. it's, but... a, it's a weird oversight and i imagine they could probably patch that in for offline no, players not, at least it's not gonna happen no. because dark souls doesn't have one dark souls 2 doesn't have one dark souls 3 doesn't have one Bloodborne doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah, the only game that has a pause button is Sekiro. That's the only one that has it. Yeah. But from software game. So they're they're not gonna do anything about it. Interesting. Yeah. Hi Mario. Um, 
hello mario on that note i'm not here i'm not here oh why did you come why did you come into the thing <laughs> you, you, just you, can't you can't see me you can't you can't you can't see me um uh, on that note uh we're gonna move on square <laughs> We're going to move on to our next article here. Uh, this actually came from uh, our friend over here, Fee. Uh, Crunchyroll, this comes from Crunchyroll's official website. Funimation content moving to Crunchyroll for world's largest anime library. Fee, I want you to elaborate on this a little bit more. What the hell is going on? What is Sony doing? Finally. That's a, that's a great question. So for people who are unaware um, Funimation is Sony's anime website slash like provider um, and Crunchyroll was independent. Um, earlier this year we did have a discussion about the fact that Sony actually bought Crunchyroll. Now a weird turn of events rather than consuming Crunchyroll into Funimation they are removing the title of Funimation and just creating cr- Crunchyroll. They've just essentially bought the IP as well as all the anime that comes with it. So now they are Crunchyroll, um, Sony's Crunchyroll, um, which is kind of crazy because it's not very, like, it's not something that usually would happen if you acquire a company or specific content. You would absorb the You would absorb it. Not 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 just like. Use the IP. (laughs) So weird. So now it's Crunchyroll, which, like, for a lot of people, mind you, as someone who watches semi on a regular basis quite a bit of anime, um, the Crunchyroll website is a lot better than the Funimation one. Sorry, Funimation, it is terrible. But I thought they're both bad. They're both. I'm, I remember getting like a security risk. All, but... I remember opening up the Funimation website and it was just like this website is not secure, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> What they forgot? To, they forgot to like renew their SSL. I think so. Yeah, they forgot to renew their certificates or something. When the last time I went on there, it was just like Jesus no, Christ. Okay, it's, it's very odd. I'm really oh, no. like I'm ha- like for someone who pays for both subscriptions each and every month. I'm very happy that they're moving to like they've consumed they're consuming it. Um, and do I hope that with this new like combination of shows and movies and content that they fix their website absolutely because trying to watch anime sometimes is a nightmare um and i think they need to really fix that thank you please and thank you um but no i'm excited because that means that it's just one stop kind of shop for per uh, like watching anime um, mind you, I do know that there are a lot of people who still are not a fan of paying for anime or being going to these particular websites, but for someone like myself, it makes it a lot easier. Um, and both companies did take a lot of time to get different um, like actual dubs of their shows, depending on how popular they are, obviously. Um, sometimes they would have like, um, I think Crunchyroll is a little bit better at it when they have like French, Dutch, Spanish and a longer list of different um, dubs in comparison. Um, but Funimation definitely did have those, as, like, they didn't have as, as often, but no. Um, here's hoping that it gets better um, with this change. But yeah, still super weird. Like, I know Crunchyroll is like a household name in comparison to Funimation, um, but it's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean... I, I, they they were saying this was weird. I was like, this is 
nor part of the chorus, just combine them into one company. Well, no, that would yeah, no. But, if but the thing the is, outside one and rebranding it. With yeah, that, that would be one, like when no. when I, would, I rather I rather go to a website called Crunchyroll than Funimation. Well, here's the thing: right? it would be because, like, I mean, I guess, but that would be kind of like I, Funimation, I, like not Funimation, but like Xbox getting Bethesda and then them changing their entitled <laughs> entitled yeah. everything no, being changed to Bethesda. Just Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, voice from the void here, real quick. Hi, just want to let you all know. Uh, I ended up trying to subscribe to both, but only because I just wanted to watch My Hero Academia, and one's on one and not the other, and that annoyed me. So the fact that now it's all one thing, totally cool with that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think the main problem here is the, is going to be the naming for Fee. I think that's what the problem is here. It doesn't yeah. matter that they're, they're adding both together, because like that's going to be best for everybody. She's just more mad that it's going to be a country mad. role than Funimation. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's I'm a little bit mad. weird, because like, growing up with like, Dragon Ball Z and Funimation animation stuff is just like, it's a little bit weird that just, the company is just now just gone. And yeah, you know, so even growing, even get out of here, go home. Um... <laughs> Even like even like old school like like Team Four Star. If you ever like watch the like Dragon Ball Z Bridge stuff, like every episode they'd be like, "No, this is a property of Funimation, Toei Animation, and stuff like that." It's just weird that that company is just now gone because of a of a of a merger of, of some sorts. But like, is, I don't know how's Crunchyroll doing these days. I mean, the last time I used Crunchyroll, it was. Uh, I, I want to say the second season of My Hero Academia and the, the website, what happened was I went in there and I was like, I want to watch this episode of My Hero Academia. And then it was just like, there's too many people watching this show right now. You can't watch it right now. And I'm like, okay, well, what? <laughs> I personally, I haven't had any like major problems with it. Um, mind you, I haven't really, like I've said, I've been watching a lot more western shows over the past few months um but after i finish sex in the city which is in the next few days naturally um, naturally Natu- natural progression naturally. between sex in the city and the anime like that's what everybody does I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you watch an anime it's basically the same thing yeah. um i mean yeah there's there's anime about everything harv you uh, just don't know I about mean, it yet you'll find um, your charlotte somewhere <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't know that being the ninja squirrel connoisseur here oh yeah. dude, ninja um, squirrel i will i will talk the e- i will talk your ear off i don't want to know anything please about don't that. Um, um but speaking of uh sony stuff Fee, unless you had uh other thoughts here no not at all Let's Let's get off the topic of this because Harv made it weird. Let's go. What? <laughs> it just goes an anime. I mean, to some. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, speaking, for speaking anyone... of Crunchyroll and Sony. Oh, yeah. go ahead, Fee. No, 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 no. Like Google Ninja Scroll. No, don't uh, do it. Don't. No. Don't. No, no. You can, just don't look at scenes of Ninja Scroll. You can Google it. It's fine. Uh, okay. Just don't look at scenes. Yeah, just don't look at yeah. scenes. Well, now I'm if curious. I'll be right back. The show, you know what happened. Yeah, yeah. There's other ones, too. Like, I, you know what? I'm not going to say any of them. <laughs> Because they're um, all inappropriate. Just saying. They're very, they're very 18A. Very 18A. <laughs> very, very 18A. Uh, on, what am I looking to- at? But on, the, uh, but on the topic of Sony and Crunchyroll, uh, it's probably not the last time we'll see Crunchyroll because uh, our next, next article comes from Engadget's M. Moon. Sony's answer to Game Pass on PlayStation could cost up to $16 a month with different tiers. Uh, I also put in here, shout out to PS Trophy Room, because uh, that Sony stuff's your bread and butter. Yeah, it and, is. I, mean, I, know you lo- I, lo- I know you love it. And I know you know what I'm talking about here today. Um, so if anything, Kyle, if you want to elaborate on what's going on with Sony here, if you, if you yeah. do, yeah. So the code name is uh, Spartacus, which is a dope name. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just keep it Spartacus. Just keep it. Yeah, Spartacus. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with yeah. that. Uh, do, do uh, what do do what Square Enix does with the pri- tri- project Triangle Strategy. Just get a game called Triangle Strategy. Yeah. Just <laughs> Triangle Strategy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done with that. Um, it, it's their answer to. I say answer. It's their attempt at a, a answer to Game Pass, um, but it's basically a reworking of PS Plus. So there, the three tiers would be PS Plus Basic, which is what we get now as a PS Plus benefit, um, which would be the free games every single month through the system. I believe that's $10 a month. And then the next tier would be $13 a month, and that's like Essentials, which puts in bundles up like PS Now and the streaming capabilities uh, of PS Now and some of the games on that service. And then the $16 one, the, the premium one, um, would include downloading PlayStation Now titles, including uh, access to the classic games, which is what I want from this whole uh, program or system of give me access to the PlayStation back catalog, because PlayStation has the greatest library of games since ps1 that are so mm-hmm. they are locked away on on consoles that are hard to come by if you're not going to emulate them um, especially the ps3 oh yeah, yeah. ps3 yeah for yeah. sure so the fact that they are thinking about giving us access to these older games so i can play my favorite rpg of all time star ocean 2 again because that is weirdly the only Star Ocean game that is not out on current consoles here in the the in the West. West. Yeah. Uh, wild! It makes me so angry. Um, I just have access to those is great, and it is their answer to backwards compatibility. Um, but I also think a few months ago they tested some things out in Poland where they had a Sony Media service baked into ps plus where they had access to sony movies and tv shows and i could totally see them adding crunchyroll to one of these services as just like an added benefit um just don't do it in canada because we still have spider-man on netflix here it's it's good here uh does some pretty nice in in addition to like i feel like they bought bungie and destiny will be a big proponent of whatever spartacus is like, uh-huh. if you do the $16 a month plan, you have Destiny and all the expansions ready this to is, go. Kind of this thing. is what I was talking about when uh, when, when, the, when the news happened where PlayStation bought Destiny. It's like, I, I think they're buying Destiny for their technology. They're not yeah. buying Destiny for the IP itself. Uh, the IP itself is just kind of a bonus. But the, the technology that of, of, of a live service game is huge for, yes. for a big company. And, it, and Microsoft has it with Azure already. They they own a server company already, so Sony doesn't have that luxury. So they need to have something that or someone that can give them that technology. Mm-hmm. I find it weird that they have three, yeah. three three things. They should just have two, in my opinion. Sure. Just the yeah, base going, and going the Xbox, like, Game Pass route, where you make it super simple. Two, yeah. two, two tiers. One for PlayStation Plus, and the two for getting everything else. Well, I feel would be, be the fair, best way to go. Isn't there an Xbox Live Silver? Is there still a silver? I thought it was free, though. Was it silver free? Uh, Is there still a silver? Yeah, silver is free. Silver is what you need for uh, Fortnite, Final Fantasy, and stuff like that. That's what you need for that. just access to play online. I remember back in the day, it used to be like you had silver when you just bought an Xbox, and then you got gold to go online with certain games. And there was supposed to be a diamond tier at some point. It never happened. Um, But I didn't even know they even still had silver. Shit. (laughs) Silver was needed for games that don't require you to have gold like like 
Final Fantasy XI, when I used to play that on, on Xbox, that needed a silver membership. Fortnite now needs a silver membership. I think after like a lot of time, they needed gold for it, but now it's a silver membership where you don't have to pay online anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the three tiers are weird. Uh, these are nothing is official at this point yet. Yeah, this is still no. like the rumor. Um, I would be totally fine with just a two tier system, and, and I think the the small little outrage I see about it being a dollar more than Game Pass is is quite. It's outrageous. It's a little outrageous. Yeah. Just whatever. Just be, ha- be happy. There's some competition it, in the you know? field. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Like. This could this could mean that we could see a better version of the Sony's uh, Spartacus. This could mean we see a better of, of version of Xbox's Game Pass. You know what I mean? The competition is very good, and be uh, only having one option in the market is bad for everybody. Yes, I'm agreed. I'm more excited about PlayStation's side of it than I am Xbox because I grew up with the PlayStation. Yeah, I grew up with like Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross yes. and like those kind of games. Give right? Me access to Tomba. Let me play Tomba yeah, on my exactly. on my PS5 exactly like like i i i want to play the og final fantasy games and stuff like that like and yes i i don't right like final fantasy Siphon 8 filter and like yeah it's jack and daxter and all those kind of games right yeah, like yeah. i want to play those old games the bouncer <laughs> So PS2. if you somehow somehow okay, we, we can go this. probably more years yeah. after the the bounce. Right? Um, what's it called? If Sony feels just make another safe and filter. Come on, man. Um, but on the note, uh, on that note of passes, uh, our next article comes from PC Gamers Wes Fallon. Valve has no plans for a Steam Pass, but would help Microsoft to put Game Pass on Steam. This has the potential to be absolutely huge because uh, if you guys have been following the news this this week and last week, uh, Steam Decks are starting to come out to consumers. The consumer version of the Steam Deck is starting to hit people's uh, people's hands. People either really like it. Uh, there are some issues with that. I've heard there's some uh, thumbstick issues and stuff like that. Luckily, the thumbsticks are easily fixed. But imagining an idea of having Game Pass being able to stream games on game pass via a steam deck would be absolutely bonkers to me um yeah. to being able and, to and then switch over to like god of war on pc it's yeah wild to have everything just in one god of war spot. god of war is on steam right yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is, right? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I don't know I if it's know if, Steam uh, Steam Deck compatible I games. I imagine so. people playing it on Steam Deck. So yeah, so okay. it should it should work perfectly then. I didn't know if uh PlayStation had their own um launcher for that kind of stuff. But oh, that's that's okay. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's that's actually really, really cool. It has the potential to be really cool, uh really good for really good for Valve. Every I mean there's no really there's no one losing in in a situation where where uh this situation happens where you know two companies work together. I hope that Sony and Valve can um I think it I'm pretty sure it's Sony and Valve. I could be wrong on this, so don't quote me on this, but they they have a little bit of bad blood. Uh from what I remember with like, you know, the orange box and everything like that. Um they the, a lot of the titles weren't really well um well supported on the platform. Um some not getting updates at all. Um I don't know if that has caused an issue of like, you know, cuz you notice how like nothing really valve has kind of released on playstation since like half-life one i don't think half-life 2 ever really got a ps2 release if like i remember portal correctly. 2 maybe the last yeah thing? portal 2 yeah left for dead and all that yeah but, Left that's never been on sony oh it hasn't been on sony okay yeah, yeah. so there's, there's this weird like I don't know if there's bad blood in between the two companies or something like that, but like, um, I hope whatever that is, it's 
fixed uh at some point because i would love to see whatever sony's cooking up with spartacus to maybe even show up uh ps now on a steam deck would be absolutely insane as well imagine having game pass and uh ps now on your steam deck being able to play games as long as you have an internet connection obviously or even being able to download them uh wherever you are uh with some really good controls and a really good screen i think that would be absolutely insane that's the future of gaming i want to see these all these companies just working together in some kind of way even if it's a little bit roundabout to better put more games in the hands of gamers um but on, I don't really have a transition for this one. Damn, I really made the other other few uh, transition easy. Uh, this one uh, comes. So this next article comes from IGN's George Lang. Uh, Lost Game Award for Celeste Discovered on eBay by YouTuber. Um, so a YouTuber found on eBay for 500 bucks uh, a lost game awards trophy that celeste had won for i i believe it was like best indie game yeah and this article like baffled me because i'm like how for one how the hell did they lose this this statue and two how did it end up on ebay and three it's just it's just the weirdest article ever it it, uh, it seems like it's it's back in the hands of uh the celeste developers uh they had uh agreed to pay the postage uh the auction fees and all that for it um so it's back in their hands uh i don't know if they got their other award I might be like I, I glanced over the article again, but they had they had won two awards at the time. Uh, they're obviously getting this one back, but I don't know if they got their other one. I think the other one was a uh, outstanding achievement in like uh, I believe it was like uh, like move, like moving games forward. But I could be again, I could be wrong on that one. But yeah, right. we, have, we have two awards. It's hard to hold the other one, you know. Like you got yeah. well, I, I, I think the story is that they never received this one after the show. Mm. oh interesting like they never even got it so the, i guess that's how it got turned up interesting um, yeah that that would make yeah. sense then yeah that would make sense it probably oh, went yeah. somewhere else where it's not supposed to i'm so oh, happy yeah, maybe some, uh, games finally has it because celeste is celeste, play the game play celeste oh, it is very very good and accessibility wise it's very good too because of what kind of stuff they add to it or uh like mm-hmm. like so you can finish the game the story is freaking good yep and if you want to go for harder stuff, you can. And that stuff is hard as fuck. <laughs> the game literally told me and showed me that I have anxiety and literally how yeah. I deal with it. Yeah. Like, it, it's monumental. It's uh, it's made by a developer that's here in uh, Vancouver. Uh, yeah. he, he made it um, and he with, with some other people as well. But he's the same person that made uh, Towerfall as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, same dude. So very, very good oh. game. Well, I'm glad it's. I'm glad that trophy uh, or that award is in the hands of the people who definitely deserve it. Um, our next article comes from Complexes. Trace William Cohen. Uh, this one might be. This might hit home a little bit hard for some of the people on this, this podcast. Is, this is a uh, random story that you would put on here. <laughs> I, I did not expect it. Came, I shit you not. It came up on like on like three different gaming websites and obviously I, I i try to find more sources than that so i i obviously went to complex and i grabbed the the title but uh fire breaks out at historic filming location used for peaky blinders in downton abbey i mean um, i love downton abbey that's my shit right there dude come on now <laughs> i know <laughs> that's what, that's what i put it in here uh i like peaky blinders peaky blinders is a damn good show i haven't caught I watched up in, like, the first the two episodes. seasons but Isn't that how many seasons there are? <laughs> I, remember. I remember not. I there's remember like five. Binging it. Yeah, there's, there's like, like five, five seasons. Okay. 
They're still okay. going. And a video game. And a video game. I, I think I've watched like three episodes of Peaky Blinders so far, but Downton Abbey, come on now. Yeah, I can't believe that, I can't believe they burned down Downton Abbey. So ripped Downton Abbey and the people who are working on that. It's gone forever. <laughs> um, solidarity, y'all. Solidarity, y'all. Yeah, yeah. the actual one. Movie is coming yet. out soon. The Downton Abbey <laughs> movie is coming out soon. I'm pretty excited about it. Is this marketing um, for a Down Abbey movie? No, I, I mean, it could be. Movie. It could be. I'm very excited for this new movie. Hit us up. We'll do something for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, GameSpot's Darren, I don't know how to say, Bonthuis, uh reports that Xbox Series X and S is already sold, Xbox, outsold Xbox One in Japan. Uh, 2.3 million sales altogether. This actually, this actually came as a surprise to me because uh, Xbox is notoriously memed on for... Uh, not selling almost anything in Japan. People are literally like making an effort to not buy an Xbox in Japan. Uh, so it came as a shock to see that people are actually buying Series X and S's right now. Probably I mean, because I, we can't buy PlayStations. Yeah, <laughs> also 2.3 is not very much either for a population of what they have. And it's also but... not a lot of consoles sold in the as well. Um, but I mean, it's still an interesting thing. I mean, the Xbox is at least gaining some momentum in Japan. Again, I really do think it's because the PlayStation shortage and people are just getting desperate and just probably buying an Xbox anyway to play some of the newer titles. Um, but it's still still pretty cool that I mean, Xbox is getting some kind of a foothold at least over there. Um, anybody else have anything to say on that before I move on? This is cool to see. Good for them. Yeah. Good for, good, good for you, Microsoft. Uh, our next article comes from IGN's Ryan Dinsdale. Disney Plus to introduce a cheaper, cheaper subscription, but it includes ads. I put this in here because I think we I think we had a rant about this the other day when we found out our HBO our HBO Max plug uh, Mario Rivera now has ads on his on his thing. Wait, you an ad Mario? Add well, what? On HBO Plus or HBO Max? Oh, because I, I lowered yeah. the price because I lowered the price. I lowered the yeah. plan. Oh, uh, and we, we talked hey, about they, this. They have oh they have multiple things for HBO. Yeah, we're in Canada. We don't have HBO Max, so we don't know this stuff. So like, mm. uh, you guys have there's there's different the different uh levels for HBO. Apparently, I didn't. Yeah. know. I don't pay for HBO Max, so I don't know. Or it's like four bucks for ads, and then like ten dollars for no ads, or some shit like that. Yeah, but, we uh, don't have any of that stuff here, right? For like ads wise like if we if we subscribe to something we get it the only thing we have ad ads for but that's like with everybody is um amazon prime video yeah yeah, yeah. but like there's yeah, no there's no level the other, of subscription here for any of the our other, like services. main subscription that has levels is hulu and you guys don't have that either so yeah, yeah. we don't have hulu either yeah i mean yeah. for the most part everybody seems to everybody who's putting out a uh video platform right now seems to have an option like this where it's just like but uh, uh it'll be cheaper usually it's not uh, that crazy cheaper i i don't i I don't know off the top of my head how much HBO Max costs. This should be, I believe this was uh, pitched at $7.99 now with ads. Uh, Mario, you can elaborate. How much is, how much HBO Max costs usually? I believe that is true. I thought it was four. That could just be Peacock. Uh, Peacock is also like That's ads thing. or no ads. I just realized I've been saying HBO Max this whole time. I mean, Disney Plus, my bad. Okay, oh, okay. Disney. Okay. Disney was, I am, okay. I am hyper. I like, look, I, I've been up since like 6 a.m. I'm hyper. I was uh, paying $12 for, yeah. But I, we shouldn't be getting ads for that. 
also, I'm going to yes. reiterate this. Disney Plus is getting a cheaper subscription option. So this is oh, okay. Disney Plus is getting it. Um, I have the a question. I brought up HBO Max because of Mario. Like the last time I saw ads was because of Mario's thing. I have a question. Um, Hulu also has ads. Do you guys That's have to correct. subscribe to Hulu to get to get uh, no yes. ads? So there's like a free version of Hulu, no. I think, that has All like right. a lot I of can ads. Clar- I can clarify that. Hulu has ads for a certain price, and then there is a no ads tier, and then there's a live TV tier. If you have the Disney bundle, it's $12 for everything, but that includes ads on Hulu. Wow, you guys get fucking... I have, yeah, the, we get shafted. I have the bundle with no ads on Hulu. It might be like a special thing for students, because I know I know uh, Hulu offers like student discounts. It's like Spotify. Oh, it, has it, it might version. be a special, just a special offer in general, because they, yeah. they, I know mm-hmm. they do that a lot, too. Yeah, they do. Uh, That's crazy. Little, like, give you like I, I, four like, months for like 99 cents or something. I, I, like I, I ask because like that, that when you pay for something, I feel like you shouldn't get ads so no that's what that, that's my small little rant here is I don't, I don't care what's that what's that Kyle? i said we need to know what to buy yeah but exactly. if you buy it but, but if you buy it if you buy like any kind of subscription you should just not have to pay for ads no matter what no, no i i I, I, yeah. Yeah. I am on the other side of this i love having the option to pay less and for the company to be able to supplement the cost of that subscription with ads i'm totally for that if i get to pay less i don't mind watching it here's the thing i would agree if i was not the freaking demographic that just enjoys buying things that i see on advertisements so i don't need ads that's Mm. why i pay for the premium premium youtube I the more I see ads for something, the less I want to buy. Oh it. no, I'm the yeah. opposite. I'm everyone, like, everyone, how did we how do we get uh Nerf guns or uh light brights or what was it the little cooking thing, the creepy crawly things without oh, yeah, ads? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's different time, Mario. Different time. Yeah, okay. Different time. <laughs> On that note, um, my my smaller rant is this look if you're going to have a feature on your subscription service that has ads on it right and it's going to be it's going to cost less money at least make the discount worth it (laughs) like it's usually like a dollar or two and at the end of the day is your time sitting there watching an ad worth a dollar or two you know what i mean if it was like five or six dollars i could definitely see the 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 like okay well having ads like having saving five or six dollars a month could be could potentially be really good but one or two dollars is nothing compared to like spending like on a on a usual video they usually have like three or four ads per every like 10 or 15 minutes so you're gonna you're wind up spending almost like a good five minutes of ads just on one one like 40 minute like show or something like that and then if you watch a whole season of that you know that time obviously accumulates as well so like is it worth it to you at that point i don't i will agree on that 100 percent uh do they have the option to skip the ads or you have to sit through them you have to sit through them if you have that option yeah that's like i hate youtube ads that's why i finally paid for youtube premium i straight up did that too um yeah but i even then after like five seconds you can skip on youtube which i appreciate depending on depending on the ad are you just jumping in and out over and over again what me yeah 
you like, you're moving around on my screen. That's why. Oh, oh no, no, no. I just, I guess no, maybe when I talk. There are some yeah. YouTube apps that are straight up like I've seen mm. full documentary films as an ad on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Like, this yeah. is insane. Thank God for the skip ad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I, I am jealous because you are right. There is a Hulu bundle that includes no ads. But I don't think Verizon offers for how I get it. So I will have to figure that out because that is annoying. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm going to be honest, and this is a random side note that has nothing to do with ads. The fact that, like, when I first read this title, I thought it was in reference to the fact that Disney is going through their history again. And rather than making a brand new movie, they're just coming up with the same movie but rebranding it, which they're doing a new Cheaper by the Dozen, which is irritating the hell out of me congratulations to the youth that gets to watch this and think that this is brand new but this is not new this is done so many freaking times and i'm so irritated that they don't just like promote their old movies rather than just creating a the same movie but with different actors i love zach braff but no please don't i mean you already yeah. did it you already made the movie but just... so what confuses me on this disney plus thing though, it's already been done though you know <laughs> I mean, they can't take the movie back, I guess. It's just... Um, but what, what confuses me about this, and I could, again, um, I could be wrong on, like, the pricing and stuff like this, but I, I swear Disney Plus is under 10 bucks. I think it's, like, $8 or something like that. $7.99. Yeah, so this is... I double-checked here. It, this, so this is going to be the new $7.99 for it. Does that mean Disney Plus going up to 10 for no ads? Welcome to the Canadian pricing, my friends, because it's fucking well, ten ninety nine here. Which, which is what I said earlier. It's just like it's two dollars. Like if you're gonna have a discounted version, unless Disney Plus obviously goes to like fourteen dollars now, which that's twenty four bucks a month, man. Yeah. That's twenty four bucks. A I month. mean, I'm already paying a shit ton of money for other subscriptions. You. Netflix has raised their amount again, and I, I'm, I'm canceling that Netflix. There's no way I'm paying twenty dollars a month for fucking Netflix. I mean, that's the place where I can still watch The Office because we don't have Peacock here. So, oh, yeah. um. Technically, but technically, <laughs> I was about to say technically it would be cheaper just to buy the box set. I don't want to just... buy the box set. No, here's there's the no thing. way she can put it to her computer. What is she gonna like throw it into her? Computer? It would be cheaper a year probably to buy the What am I supposed to do? It would probably be cheaper in a year to buy the Office plus a Blu-ray drive, and gonna... it would you would still probably come out on top for twenty dollars a month. I'm sorry. The idea of having CD like DVDs to like watch shows on just no, absolutely yeah. not. I would never. You know what? It, wor it, wor it works out because. Don't don't look at my background. <laughs> yeah. don't, 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 don't look at my Blu-rays. Fee, I, I have to say, I have to say, and this is me just jumping in because of the MC University. That has been a problem for the last couple episodes because we'll be like, okay, cool. Blade is on HBO Max right now. By the time we get to Blade Three, hopefully we'll watch it all. No, it moved. It went to Peacock or some other bullshit or Tempo, whatever. Tubi, you know, all this crap. Here's the thing: my we don't have like Peacock and stuff, for, except if they went like with Crave, for example, because Crave is slowly becoming one of my favorite subscription services. Um, if they just like it's have just Peacock HBO Max with a different name, um, with more stuff towards it because yeah, they have stars and have, stuff like that. Yeah, they got stars and all that kind of shit too. Yeah, yeah. we have more variety. Don't go after Crave, so, even though their website is Garbo and they don't have like when you have it on your phone, it doesn't like 
go into that oh, like, their, little their nice website area. Is so, like, their website is so their bad. app like here's the thing i've i know this is like a very like rude thing like i don't know what to say like first world problem kind of thing the fact that if i'm on my phone and i'm watching youtube video i can then go away from that youtube video and it can just be in like a little nice little box and yes this is my cat luke so like a cute little box at the bottom whereas mm -hmm. with crave i can't like just randomly go away from sex in the city i have to watch i have to dedicate my time specifically watching sex in the city on my phone because i can't minimize to make the small little like this sounds crazy. I'm going on. Yeah, the real problem is you're watching Sex in the City. Okay, the first problem. of all, don't come after that was Sex a joke. in the that was City. A joke. Leave me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Sex in the City. I'm going to not be here anymore. I'm not going to be here anymore. Bye-bye. <laughs> why, why would you do this? <laughs> yeah, no. That, that was just my tangent. It's just Crave needs to get um, better. I can confirm you can buy The Office for $108.82 full series on Blu-ray and get yourself a $40 Blu-ray drive on Amazon to compare that and you'll still pay less than $20 a month on Netflix. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to click on the little <laughs> Netflix. I'm going to click on my little icon right there and then I'm going to scroll down and then I'm going to click on The Office because I haven't watched The Office in a while apparently. Um, but then just click on the show and then it would be hilarious if for some reason it's just not in Canada anymore. Oh my god, if it's not in Canada, this is how I find out that the office is not on. Okay, no, just see the office. I just the office, I just click on the office and then click play, and then I select one of my favorite episodes. I'm not gonna, and I could just go over to my shelf and pull out a season and put a disc in my PlayStation, be a okay. No. Better quality with better quality as well. No, what? What? Mm -hmm. No, I don't like the idea of having to take out a DVD and then putting it. That's too much work. I know that sounds terrible. I don't want to. I just See, want to. I hate wiping my ass, but you know, sometimes you just got to do it. Oh my that's God. Get up a day and leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. She, she got, she got, she got, got your ass, ass, bro. She got to that one. Uh, speaking of getting people's asses. Uh, our last our last tidbit this week comes from New York Times Kellen Browning. Twitch says it will bar chronic spreaders of misinformation. This obviously comes back to uh, what we were saying earlier with Kiev, oh, not Kiev, with um, with U Ukraine. Um, don't spread false information out there. And it seems like Twitch is very privy to a lot of these people uh, putting out false information as well as uh, from obviously from Ukraine as well as like stuff from COVID and everything like that. Uh, it seems like they're going to be a little bit more diligent on people. Uh, uh, throwing those band hammers out for people who are spreading that, that misinformation, which uh, definitely appreciate. Uh, Twitch has always been kind of slow on a lot of the things they do, so I guess this is a good step forward. But yeah, I'm glad glad somebody's out there fucking taking out these people who are. Uh, who I are... mean, I feel like at this point it's a like I'm happy they're doing it now, but it seems like too little, too late. We've been in a global pandemic for two years. Mm -hmm. There's been miscommunication for two years. And then um, we, like, Harv and I really haven't really talked about it on the show, but there was a specific thing that happened in Canada over the past few months called the Freedom Convoy, which is a fucking stupid... I'm not going to go into it. Either way, it was fueled by mis um, misinformation by a group of people who believed that they could stop the government from making us wear masks and stop spreading misinformation about the pandemic. Um, and told it was a bunch of other things. I'm not, I don't really particularly want to go through it. 
either way, it was just a bunch of people spreading miscommunication. There was probably some live streams about that as well. And it's just, it's very disheartening that they allowed it to go for, on for this long. And it took a bunch, like, a, essentially a war starting for them to actually start, stop spreading miscommunication. So I feel like this is just... I'm happy they're doing it, but it seems too late. Yeah, Twitch has always been kind of the too little, too late type thing. It was just like, hey, unless people are really, 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 really pressing us to do something about it, we typically don't do shit about it. Um, so, I mean, this might be a good step forward on that. We'll see how it works out. But, um, hey, at least at least it's happening now, at least, right? Um, so they but- continue with it, though. Yes. Yeah, they 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 can they can ban a few people and then just for, completely forget about the other ones, um, which has happened before. Like on most social media sites, like Twitter says they're doing a better job, but then there's still a lot of awful misinformation being spread all the time on there. Um, um but uh, on that note, that's that's it. That's that's the news, man. That's that's. So, that's the patch notes that's the patch notes all right well thank you everybody for hanging out with us this evening um and before we go we're gonna talk about where you can find everybody starting off with our guest kyle where can people find you hi first of all thanks for having me had a great time oh yeah anytime if you want me to i guess uh no of course what was that sorry we always want you here. Oh, I thought, I thought oh, yeah. you legit said we don't want <laughs> you here. You know my heart dropped. Wait, can you say that again? Can you say that again? I thought That's what I thought I heard, too, and I was just like, oh, what? Always okay. Thank you. It's such a joy to Oh, 100%. Uh, you can't replace me. Just so you know, again, I rephrase, you cannot replace me. That's all I'm saying. Oh, if you want, actually, you can have Mario's job if you want. I need one less podcast. I do agree. <laughs> you can have you can have I, zero I don't think I spot. I need another one at this point, yeah. Mario. You, you can have zero spot. I'm serious, <laughs> <Zero. laughs> Kyle. Thank you so much for coming on. Like we really, really, really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, like, thanks we would for taking you. time out of your busy day in London for coming on. Uh, man, like seriously, like we 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 out here fucking no, burn. Here. Very bad, very bad. Okay, okay, go, go. Yeah, you can find me on on Twitter and everywhere at Mr. Ksep. Uh, if you are into PlayStation, check out. Uh, the trophy room a playstation show at ps trophy room on twitter wherever you listen to podcasts and if you want to hear about the uh cool little indie games that are coming out hit up 61indie.com s-i-x-o-n-e-i-n-d-i-e which i found out we need to spell because some people spell it incorrectly um and hmm. indie casts everywhere that our uh podcasts are it's great great oh, yeah. plus one spell in six one indie wrong i think some with a y instead of ie at the end um, oh, like like the F one kind of type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting, interesting. All right. Or the numbers <laughs> instead of the yeah. word, maybe. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, that's weird, but no. <laughs> um, <laughs> people, just check out the, um all of Kyle's content on yeah. YouTube, on Twitch when they live stream, um, and check him out on Twitter because all great content, um. And honestly, um, can't thank you enough, Kyle. You're a great friend. You're an awesome person. Um, am I going to try to make you cry? Not today, but I will at yeah. some point. Um, All right, that's fine. 
yeah i mean if you want to cry i can continue um but okay. <laughs> i'm good today yeah, we, we can do another two hours and we just make yourself make each other cry for a little bit right, once let again go, let me go run to several of them get some white claw i'll come back and then we'll once again <laughs> e3 is getting oh, we're getting close to e3, e3 time is happening That's e3 is happening and i feel like we definitely need to cause a crying fest again because that was a lot of fun <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I said this earlier, but congratulations on twenty three uh, k plus downloads. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah. Trophy room. Yeah, that's 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 Wild. that's a feat, man. Yeah, wow. Uh, I saw the picture also of you and uh, Joe, and I, I, I honestly, that's like the Step <laughs> Brothers one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's good. good. We have a long way to go. We have a long way to go. That 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 is that is the what I like. That's what I see Mario and and Frank doing at right. some point. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. My drum set. <laughs> I I would not shock me that Mario and Frank have not done the scene in Step Brothers when they go to an interview together and they sit behind each other. <laughs> I think we basically did that one time. I want to say we had on because that's what they oh. did. They wore tuxedos. Oh, definitely not tuxedos, yes. but yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god. Make it happen. And then the small Make closet. Anyway. Up um yeah let's make that happen frank where can people find you you can find me at uh point in progress where i we will hopefully be doing some stuff next week uh again information on that will be posted tomorrow uh once we air out all the details and make sure everything's kind of solidified um first and foremost coming up with a name on it because it has to be changed now um but yeah, other than that, uh, you have to you, you you can find me here at Point in Progress. I'm not really doing much streaming right now, so uh, don't look for me at Kestrel One A. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not sure. Don't go to this link. Yeah, don't go. Don't go look for me because there's really nothing there right now. I don't think I posted. I don't think I've I've actually like streamed oh, anything since like out, like End Walker. But um, I, I I I do have some videos on the back burner that I don't want to do want to do personally. Uh, Dying Light might actually act up and make me uh, do a review on it. Um, but there is uh there is definitely some things that I'm I'm like workshopping myself that I that you might see on Point in Progress very very soon. Awesome. That's really super, super exciting. And I honestly can't wait for you to announce that. Sly, where can people find you? Why are we just showing off things? You can find me pretty much everywhere on the internet at SlyClonMC. I'm going to spell it out for y'all today. I'm inspired by Kyle. Thank you. That's C-L-Y-C-L-O-N-E-M-C. Did I spell that correctly? I don't know. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Anyways, you can check me out there. Um, if you want to know what I'm up to, uh, Instagram stories is probably the, your best bet. That's where I've been keeping people most posted on what I'm doing. You can, of course, always check me out um, on Stark Radio at Stark Radio Show on Twitch and YouTube. And we're live on TikTok. Uh, we're not doing a show this week. But we might have something coming to you tomorrow. Anyway. Hell yeah. So keep your eyes peeled. Might be a surprise drop. So there's that. Um, yeah, I think that's that's where you can find me. Oh, and of course, the lovely uh Mario and I do a show over on Point in Progress called MC University, where we go through the backlog of all the non MCU Marvel movies. 
I'm That's right. ignoring all of you. Uh, but Frank, go check out. Frank showed us a device where you could watch Spider Man 3 back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. The PSP. Yeah. <laughs> me and Fear, I don't know if you know, me and Fear are just grabbing stuff from my desk and just yeah, no, showing I noticed. I'm trying very hard to ignore you. I noticed. Um, yeah, go check out MC University. Go check out Stark Radio. Um, if you want to see when I'm on things, uh, my Instagram story is probably where to do that. I, I, I was trying to go for, I, I was going for a, um, a gag, but you guys completely ruined the gag. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing, but I'm just grabbing stuff from my desk. I gotta, I gotta watch over here. Gotta... I was trying to do an Oriange gag, but like apparently you guys are just. I want to join look, in the silliness, the but I'm not wearing a shirt. Look, I have all the cards. I got a jar of water next to me. I got a package in the mail. I'm very excited to open one day. Look, this uh, is the Lord. You haven't opened it yet. Card. Uh, no, because I'm going to probably do something with it. Okay. It's the Lord of Crown cards. Okay. This is the... Now you guys are really making me want to turn my camera on just because I am not wearing a shirt. Um... No, don't do that. Don't do that. In the show, then. By the way, Old Spice deodorant, best deodorant. I don't care what anybody says. Um, Old Spice, your sport. Best scent. Harv, where can people find you? Those cards, capture cards, they are, Adam. I've captured the souls of my enemy. I'm just kidding. Um, you can find me. You can find me here on Point in Progress. Uh, you can find me on uh, yeah, YouTube.com/slash Point in Progress. You can find me on Twitch.tv/slash Point in Progress. You can find me on uh, also YouTube.com/slash Beard and the Hair Gaming, which every Friday I have a gaming news show that comes out. Today the the newest one came out with Pokemon and with Call of Duty. See now now even now even now even Kyle is listening to this. Um, where now you can find Zarov. Zarov is working on something else, and you guys will know what we were working on later on. Excellent. Yes. Y'all can find me here um, at Point in Progress. Uh, you can also find me over on twitch.tv slash ceramics. I plan on doing some art streams in the next few weeks um, because I'm going to be doing a game jam next week. Um, so you can check me out there um, and over on Twitter, twitter.com slash Zoranix. And every other Wednesday, you can check me out over on the Game Source Network for Speaking of Stadia, where I talk about Stadia with my two friends and what we think about it. Oh, my goodness. We have a lot of stuff at our desks, guys. We are not minimalists. That is for sure. We've just learned that so out about all of us. You have no idea. I have so much more on my desk that I could show you guys, but I'm not going to. But this has been such a great episode. Once again, thank you so much, Kyle, for joining us. It has been an absolute pleasure. We will definitely have you on again. Um, And apparently, Frank is going on some sort of expedition. Um, For people who are listening um, over on any of the areas that you can listen to our podcast, I apologize that you are missing out on a crazy section of the podcast where we're just showing off things on our desk. It's got got some Um, night vision goggles on my desk. You don't have... Just you reach have... over, grab sunscreen, and just start putting it on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's the lotion of his skin? I have so much shit on my desk. Why? I have. So... I have I've also refrained on. from. Uh, I have from... cologne. I have deep heat. I have Excedrin. Like anything you could ever need is on my desk. 
I have rubber duckies. I have birds. I have a bunch Progress of Progress has been made. Wow. I didn't get to. You're not even on this episode. Get out That's of here. That's true. I would just like to say once again, thank you, everyone, who's been listening to us. And progress has been made. Shout out to. Uh, shout out to Sandra May Frank. Actually, shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe Moran. Shout out to Casey and JoJo. Where are they at? <laughs>